Hey guys, we're here with uh, Kevin Ward for episode 90. Uh, Hello. Cinematographer, editor, videographer, AB winner. No, no, not videographer. <laughs> not videographer. Never call me videographer. <laughs> okay. Photographer. So, uh, photographer. Right, right. Okay. So we're here, <laughs> sitting here with Kevin Ward on a Saturday for episode 90 of Epic Breeze Podcast. Um, thank you for making it out. Come talk to us. Come chill with us. Well, thank you. Yeah. I know it's been like in the... I like in the making for a little bit. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Well, I, I thought I was just coming to be like a, a, a guest commentator. I didn't realize I was going to be like the focus of the whole thing. So. Oh, yeah. No, of well, course. You're a guest and you can commentate. So <laughs> yeah, It's definitely. a little scary, actually. I don't it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Again, if you feel comfortable, turn around. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do the entire interview with my back to you. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> how, how have you been lately, though? Pretty good? Yeah, you know, same old, same old, working. Nothing new and exciting going on? I'm working on a talk show right now with uh, nice. I'm editing a talk show with Monica Kaufman Pearson. Sweet. And nice. it's on GPB, uh, but that's that's my life at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. We just talked about a certain number of Emmys that just got won. Yeah, well, yeah, that was, uh, well, I mean, that's been a month ago, so that's all. Yeah, that's still yeah, awesome. you know, <laughs> yeah, I like. On to bigger, better things. <laughs> yeah, we got eight, um, eight Emmys last month for... Um, Chinese tea. Uh, some pictures nice. hanging around the office here from that, actually. Yeah, some really cool uh, pictures. Yeah, we got three. Um, T actually got, I'm trying to remember, I think it got a total of six, and then the Fox, which I also worked on, got a total of uh, three, and so my Emmys were split between the two, but yeah, eight. That's, nice. That's super exciting, man. Thank you. Such great accomplishments. I actually tied myself in the editing category. So. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> this is super impressive. Um... I guess you're gonna hop right in there. Um, so, Kevin, like, where are you from originally? I am from Georgia. Okay, uh, from the Atlanta area. I grew up west of Atlanta, which is unusual. I know everybody is not actually from Atlanta, but uh, yeah, I grew up <laughs> in uh, a little town called Bowden, which okay. is out, um, out close to Alabama, actually. Oh, is about, it? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's about like ten miles from the border, I think. Uh, but yeah, went to school in Bowden, Carrollton, that area. Nice. Um, how, how's it there growing up for you? Kind of isolated or, uh, you know, yeah, it, it was cool. It's a small town. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, things are quieter in a small town. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, being in a big city and all the <laughs> stuff that goes along with that. But also, you know, close enough to Atlanta being on the, you know, outskirts of the metro area Yeah, of that, course. you know, you drive into town whenever you want to see a movie that's not playing at the one theater in town <laughs> <laughs> it's like a car mic or something right yeah, it was i think it was actually mic, i think though. it actually was a car mic dude car mic says a shop in those rural areas like we got this you know the real only theater um hey, it's their niche. <laughs> yeah it's true they're... well I, I have to uh, caveat though there, there there actually isn't a theater in bowden the, the theater was in Carrollton, which is oh okay <laughs> Carrollton is which like is the... 10 miles east of bowden so i hear like Carrollton is like the place people go to for like action around those places that don't have a lot of things going on <laughs> Well, it's the biggest town in that area, okay. absolutely. It's the county seat of Carroll County, Got and it. Uh, it is definitely the largest town in nice. that area. It's college town. What oh. University of West Georgia is out oh, there. Oh, right, so. right, right. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So were you a creative kid? Are you, like, shooting little home video uh, things yeah, like that? Yeah, actually. I, 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 um, I was on – we had a newspaper uh, in elementary school. I had this nice. really great teacher, Rosemary Jackson who uh, started a, a, a school newspaper okay. in elementary school. So That's really cool. Yeah, and so wow. I got on that, and so I was writing on that for all those years. And she is the person who first put a camera in my hands. Really? And, nice. yeah, from then on, yeah, I've, I've loved awesome. cameras. What and kind of I camera was, was it? was a Canon. Canon. Uh, I still shoot Canons. Okay, I guess you whatever you get started on. I, I, yeah. I, have, no, I have nothing against Nikons, but okay. everything's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was like an old... Uh, uh, what was it? 
Canon. Ah, it'll come to me. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's, a, it's such a long time. I'm sure. <laughs> it was yeah, it was like you know, 1980, 81, something okay, like nice. that. But an old film, uh, Canon film SLR camera. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um. So, what college did you go to? And did you know what you wanted to major in? Since you went into college, I sort of. I I went to Georgia. Okay. Um, uh, thinking I was going to major in journalism uh, oh, because nice. it has you know the, okay. probably the best journalism school yeah. around here anyway. They still do, right? Uh, yeah, still, I think their okay. journalism school is still very good. Awesome. Uh, I you know I applied to Chapel Hill and Miami and I couldn't afford to go there. So <laughs> <laughs> Georgia had uh, lots of scholarships, so I got to go there. And uh, yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to be you know journalism, and I was in the journalism school, but yeah. I decided to major in radio, TV, film production. Okay, uh, because I really didn't like the actual being on camera TV reporter stuff. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I just like taking pictures more than than that. You know, right? Of course. Uh, and then the writing. I worked on the newspaper the whole time I was in college. I was the okay. entertainment editor for a couple of years. So that's cool. So I, you kept know, the I whole did, writing. I kept the going. writing thing going. Yeah, yeah and I still I, I made I minored in um, creative writing and oh, did you? Uh, yeah oh, and sweet. acting. <laughs> oh so, wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I I've done. Yeah, you know, I do a lot of theater as well. That's really cool. Um, do you like improv? Yeah, I mean, I've never really done improv, but okay. I, I love, you know, I, I love to watch it. I feel like I could do it. I've just yeah. never been in those I think, circles. I, I do. Well, we, get, we got some connections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to try it sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, Jamie and I are gonna um, start taking classes at Dad's, and we. Oh, cool. Yeah, we had yeah. some interviews with people that work there. Kevin mm. Galise and yeah, Anna nice, Kyle. nice guy. I, I did. Yeah, a, he's so cool. I worked with uh, him. On a pilot we did a few oh, years really? ago, yeah, what? the uh, awesome. it was a it was a it was a TV version of their um, yeah, improv Japanese game show thing that oh, they right. do. I forget the name of it. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But yeah, Nick Bills and I. Uh, it was Nick's thing mainly, okay. but I, I helped him direct it, and wow. we worked with those guys on that. That's really cool. That's yeah. And we're lucky enough to have um, his wife, Amber Nash, who does yes. uh, Pam Poovy from Archer. She's amazing. They're both really <laughs> awesome people. Yeah. Um, so did you um, – was being in media production, like or being in the industry, always a dream of yours? Or are you kind of just – Well, I mean, I have always wanted to do film. And okay. that is that is ultimately you know where I want to go to sort of more narrative fiction yeah. – stuff but nice. uh, you know right now i'm doing documentaries maybe, yeah so <laughs> which is it's, it's narrative, that's a narrative yeah. yeah i mean it's there i mean i've done you know i, I did uh the, the founders which was a feature documentary it's actually being released out to some theaters around the, the country right now with yeah. with uh, nice. charlene fisk a friend of mine oh nice um, okay. So it's, I think it's on iTunes as well. If oh, anybody wants to check it out, it's the founders. It's a it's a about the f- the women who founded the LPGA. Which oh, is cool! A really, hmm. really cool story. Yeah, guys, check it out iTunes. Um, uh, so um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, that's all right. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I've done a couple of shorts, uh, okay. but I've not really had a chance to do a full on you know like a f- narrative yeah. fictional film, but. Okay. I'm sure you have a few. Uh, eventually, we'll get there. I've got a couple of scripts. Few scripts and here and there. I'm I'm a, ask you. <laughs> you know, open to other. Uh, any anybody brings me a fantastic script, and I love All to right, jump let's, into let's it. Let's start you know. writing. Stuff. I know, oh, dude. When we start writing our scripts and our stories, we can have him. He'll direct us and <laughs> tell us what so we're doing cool. wrong. Kirby, like you guys are screwing us all up. This is right. start all over. This is not funny. This is why not. is your main character named Bob yeah. Smith? I, come on, guys. Well, try. we changed it from John Everyman. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, step up. Okay. He, he, he Moving like, in the right direction, at least. He like give us the, the Ben Affleck Batman treatment. We're talking about how they're like scrapping his whole script and just starting all over. Like, hey, since you've already committed to this, yeah, yeah we're doing everything different. Yeah, nope, exactly. <laughs> Um, how do you segue into photography um, after focusing on like cinematography? 
Or did you do photography? I actually started out with still photography. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I started out with still photography. And then, uh, you know, I actually did uh, a little bit with, I, I got a cheap, you remember those little mini VHS things they had back in? And you probably don't right. remember. You weren't no, around. No, but, no. <laughs> I've been the one VHS cassette tapes. So yeah, you had to put them in an adapter to put them in your VCR. Oh, yeah, JVC had this really cheap little camcorder you could get that shot on those things. So I, I saved up my money and got one of those in high school and shot a couple things on that. Technology, man. Yeah. I think I remember those. Yeah. That was right before they started doing the, the discs that you uh, – the mini SD – Oh, drives. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so I, I, you know, started out with you know video with that and did cool. you know, high school projects. I did like little films and things. Oh, cool. And then uh, yeah, went to Georgia, yeah. did the video production um, major, yeah. and I got out of that and had sort of lucked into. Left college, went to Europe for a while, and then came back. And you went to Europe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's just like, I he's went like, to Europe. He skipped yeah. over that like it's like I, yeah, I, my I, shoes. I was in Europe for a year actually, and oh, came man. back. I got a I got a, a fellowship uh, from a grant from Georgia oh, to wow. travel, That's um, really awesome. see Eastern Europe because it was about the time it was right after the wall fell. So I was in Prague the day the first McDonald's opened. That is crazy. <laughs> so so basically, he went to Europe for a year. You didn't have to pay for it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And then well, he wants to skip over that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I lived, I, I lived on, uh, yeah, I lived on ten thousand dollars for a year traveling around Europe, which is pretty cool. That's what was, pretty, what yeah. was that experience like? Like, oh, it was fantastic. I, oh I mean, I love, God. I love Europe anyway. Um, but yeah, awesome. I spent. Uh, yeah, I, I flew into London. Immediately, lost all my bags. Really? <laughs> oh, no. so, of course. Yeah, had to. And it was like November, so London is gray and rainy every day. And oh, I'm gosh. sitting there for you know a month, waiting on the airline to finally decide. Yes, we've actually lost them, and we're never oh, going to find no. them again. That's so, like one of the worst experiences. Yeah, to have. that was a bad start. <laughs> yeah, but it got better, right? But it got better. Okay. You know, I stayed in hostels, uh, met lots of really great people. Went, cool. Uh, Went to Paris for a while. Went to uh, Germany for a while. Went wow. to had some people I knew out in Russia, so I went to uh, nice. Perm out in the uh, the Ural Mountains. Um, so stayed cool. there for a month oh, uh, or two months, I forget. And uh, yeah, and just basically you know travel all around. Saw all Eastern Europe. I was in uh, Prague for a couple months. Um, That's crazy. And That's so saw Budapest awesome. and Poland. Krakow is gorgeous, by the way. Oh yeah. Ever wants to go there? <laughs> would you uh, Would you live in Europe? I would absolutely live in Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, is, is that like the end game for you? You're like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. George is cool. But... Get a, yeah, get, get a nice cushy directing gig, make a few million, move to Paris and live right? on the Champs Elysees or something. I, I could totally do that. Man. Or, or, you know, Sweden. Sweden is fantastic. Norway. Um, what's my favorite? Prague is Prague is pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would not live in Venice. I would like to visit Venice um, okay. regularly, but I no, wouldn't <laughs> want to live there. Too many people. Well, just, what just, makes Prague? Sorry, go ahead. Go I was just going to say, live in the uh, Bowden of Venice, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> yeah. suburb. Take, take the boat in every day. <laughs> well, uh, what makes Prague so special for you? Ah, Prague is great because it is, uh, well, I mean, at the time I was there, and mm -hmm. it's probably changed a bit since yeah. then, but uh, it wasn't particularly touristy uh okay. people were just beginning to discover it It hadn't been you know a part of the west for Got very it. long it yeah. had just changed over to democracy a, okay. you know, a couple of years earlier <laughs> yeah um 
it's it, it was not destroyed in World War II, so all the old architecture is still there, and it's this oh, great nice. mix of you know this old Gothic stuff That's and cool. uh, and newer and, awesome. and some modern things and some more Renaissance uh, and yeah. flowery architecture as well. <laughs> so yeah, so great some great old churches, the castle on the hill, and it's just yeah, just when you think of old you know old Europe, Prague yeah. is. Um, Kind of perfect. <laughs> nice. Sounds amazing. Yeah, and everything was super cheap there as well. Yeah, I, right. I, the um, only place to get a Coke was the there was like an American. Uh, I don't. It wasn't the consulate, but it was like a little store that was like an an outreach or something for the uh, <laughs> consulate for, for the American expats who right. were there. Were a lot of them there at the time, or quite a few. What? And so they had they had little bottled cokes for ten cents. I'm like, oh, yes. oh wow! All right, okay, I can see. live on these. Heck yeah! Why not, man? That's cool. We should all take a trip, guys, with Kevin. Epic. <laughs> I would love to go back. It's been uh, it's Epic been a long board time. Trip, right? <laughs> yes. It's been a long time. Kill's like, no, I'm, I'm not hanging out with you losers. Which, we, go, we go back and, like, it's all touristy, and he's like, uh, five bucks for a Coke. What? <laughs> what? I remember Star this was a dime. Back in my day. There was a, I remember there was, like, a Canadian bar on the north side of town that I would go up to every once in a while. You take the take the tram up there and uh, oh, wow. they had like you know Canadian beer and sandwiches and Man, good food that's amazing dude yeah. I can just imagine <laughs> um, I have a really ignorant question is my next one um, <laughs> what's it's the okay. did we did we even get it's around to mine. the main idea <laughs> I think uh, yeah we got we got sidetracked actually yeah, I, was, yeah. Went I, I went big... to Europe for a year yeah and then I came back and sort of lucked into a job at a local cable company up in <laughs> oh, Cartersville oh, there we go and okay. that's how I got into the video huh. nice, local nice. cable company thanks for bringing it back yeah you know yeah, like, your story arc has to have a completion. Yeah, of so. course. They're <laughs> like better holes than we are. He should take over the podcast. <laughs> no, thank you for that, though. Because yeah, like, usually yeah. we go off on tangents and like, oh, yeah, whatever. Move on to the Did we answer that question? No. End up, okay. yeah. end up talking about the Teletubbies for half yeah, an hour. Yeah, exactly, and... right? It's so true, though. Honestly, right. probably. <laughs> All right, here's my stupid question for the interview. Okay. What's, what's the difference between a cinematographer and a videographer to you? Okay. Yeah, videographer. Well, that's when to draw the line. Really yeah, well, I, I, to me, a photographer okay. is not just a still photographer, but uh, anyone who does anything with capturing images with the intent of doing something artful. Okay. Uh, a videographer is just a guy who throws a camera on his shoulder and shoots a wedding or something. <laughs> okay. I mean, that to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, okay, you know, or fair. you know, news guys like to call themselves videographers. And I did news for a couple of years. Um, and, you know, and it's, it's all about everything is quick and mm -hmm. uh, you're not taking generally as much time. It's, it. you know, the whole world is in focus and, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, you make sure it's white balanced. You put it on your shoulder and run out and get it and get back in an hour. You're basically filming whatever is happening right then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. so I think of yeah. wedding, you know, wedding guys as, like as videographers. Okay, that it's makes just, sense. just capturing an event and not putting too much thought into it. Okay. Now I understand why I was so insulting. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, by the way. Whereas, whereas I think of photographer, and I know yeah. a lot of people think of photographer as just a still photographer, but mm -hmm. I think you can be a video photographer as Got well it. okay uh but yeah you're putting more thought into it and trying to be a little more artful now cinematographer mm -hmm. is it's the director of photography basically that's okay. the guy who who makes all the decisions on a film shoot or or tv shoot or, okay. or whatever about um you know what shots we're getting and, yeah. and how we're going to shoot this and in in 
coordination with the director, if there is one, because yeah. we don't have one most of the time here at GBB. <laughs> right. uh, and I kind of go back and forth on whether to call myself a cinematographer or a director of photography. I feel like cinematographer is kind of more appropriate just for film or things that are going to be released you should like, in theaters. But You should like uh, fusion them into something. Make your own term. <laughs> director of cinematography. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think, I think on... Um, Time for sharing, I, which was a, a cooking show we did mm -hmm. um, last year, a couple years ago. I called myself a cinematographer on that, but yeah. I think I was a director of photography on certainly on the Fox. I can't remember on T. I think I would call myself DP on that as well. Yeah, you, Kevin's the kind of guy that just wears all these hats, <laughs> and it's like he does like everything. So it's uh, kind of hard to be like, well, I did this one thing on this project. You know, I did this, that, that. And this guy called out, so I did this too. You know what I mean? So I went and got coffee with the guys one day. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do what you have to do to get it done. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what influences uh, – kind of inspired your styles of shooting uh, good question um i like i mean i i think mine is more you know in the realm of still photographers of okay. art great okay. art photographers nice. uh i mean as far as and film i i definitely shoot more like film and, mm -hmm. and great the great cinematographers yeah uh than um you know your average tv shooter i think got it okay um i love uh people like roland jaffe uh he's a great cinematographer. he directed the mission but he was a great cinematographer as okay. well um i think um oh god you forget their names now there's so many but there, there okay. are you know I, I i love the work of people like um Jeunet and his uh, his cinematographer Amelie and the films that they do. I think those are gorgeous. I love this narrow depth of field that really focuses the eye on what you want them to see, oh, okay. and then you know, and then have really exquisite. Oops, That's okay. That happens all the time. <laughs> Framing is important. I, I don't. You know, I want the frame to be uh, intentional and not right. just point the camera at something. I want. You know, this person is over here, and there's space on this side yeah. for a reason. Or right. maybe you're seeing something in the background that's important, right. or um, or not. Right. Uh, the 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 quality of the light. You know, everything yeah. should be beautiful. I, yeah. I want everything to be beautiful. Peter Greenaway's films. Uh, okay. Every frame looks like a work of art. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want that is my goal. I'm not there yet, but I want everything I shoot to look like art. That's awesome. Yeah. The way you just described that, you went off to a whole other universe for like a few minutes and came right back. No, no, no. You can definitely tell you're passionate about what you do, which is amazing. So, mm -hmm. and it definitely comes through in your work. Well, so. thank you. Um, sorry. Uh, so what was it like the first time you saw something you shot like professionally? What feeling did you get from that? Oh gosh. Um, well, it's. I mean, there are different levels of that, you know, because okay. I started out doing local commercials, so okay. I mean, things. Yeah. You know, I, everything you know, from the beginning, things that I was doing were being yeah. aired on you know local cable at least. That's cool. Oh, um, wow. I think Margaret Mitchell uh, when it aired on American Masters on national TV, that yeah. was very cool. I can imagine. Um, wow. That we we um, we all got together and <laughs> had a party at Pam's place that night and <laughs> watched it. Um, that was nice. I am looking forward to the Fox is being screened at the Fox tomorrow. Which is uh, cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. so yeah. to to see um, and I've seen the founders on on a couple of you know real movie screens. So oh, that cool. that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, love seeing the founders at the Fox. It's yeah. gonna be kind of be. 
kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> what's the um? What's the best part of the production process for you? Uh, not the editing. Well, you know, <laughs> not the editing. <laughs> I yeah, I sort of this love hate relationship with editing. <laughs> and he says that, but he like won for editing. His man's like his two. Dude, I, yeah, I tied myself. I yeah. won for T and Fox. So he's like, oh, I hate that, but hey, um, I got Emmys. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's just because I'm good at it doesn't mean I necessarily yeah, really enjoy it. The, 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 the photography, the going out in the field and and yeah. losing yourself in trying to make this thing that you're trying to capture, first of all, work because you because being an editor, I know what I need to get to be able right. to cut Good it point. together. Yeah, I think that helps a lot as well. Uh, but but how to make turn this you know office into something that looks interesting right you know how to yeah. light it and and set it up set up the action or whatever we're shooting so yeah. that it looks like something you actually want to look at you right know? of course um yeah I mean that's my favorite part uh, the mm-hmm. editing like I say editing is kind of a love hate relationship because I you know it's really cool to get sort of lost in that right, and and coming up with. You know, in the case of the Fox, you know, I was at home for three months editing that and, oh and searching for songs <laughs> that, geez. yeah, searching for songs that that go along with the themes and and ways oh, to mix yeah. things in and out. And I had all these stills and and yeah. archival uh, footage and yeah, um, yeah. old newspapers and things that I had to sort of mix together and okay, find interesting right. ways to get that out there and right. on the screen without just well, let's float a newspaper across. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and I ended up with uh, it's really cool. I ended up with like three different versions of Bowie's um, heroes. Oh, did we, you? we could be yeah, we could be heroes. Awesome. Uh, just mixed in various places throughout the film as kind of a you know a, a sub theme yeah and uh yeah and that and that was cool and you know cinema paradiso had a couple of different versions of that as well which Sweet. certainly went along with the the theme of the fox theater. right yeah uh, but mixing these things in without necessarily calling attention to them but but right. sort of the way to keep the viewer listening going oh that's in- and surprising you know yeah oh, that's interesting that's you know? really cool. I, it uh there's a scala and kalashny brothers version of uh hero yeah. That had just come out that I ran across, and oh, I nice. used that in this okay. one section of the theater. We'd just done, uh, you know, the the big hectic section where we're talking about all the popcorn that they make and all the cokes that they oh, sell yeah. and all the things and all the people <laughs> who work there and everything that has to go on. And then we calm down, and this really this beautiful choral version of Heroes yeah. comes up, and we've already heard it a couple of times in you know live performances from Widespread Panic and oh, okay. uh, and the actual Bowie version when we're. Um, uh, talking about the the show promoter and yeah. uh, who really helped get the and I will give you his name. What am I? Am I forgetting his name? Um, <laughs> um, I, wish I, I wish I could help you. Right Live now, Nation. Do you, do you know Chris Jamie? Anyone? Oh um, yeah, no. I'm just uh, I'm hiding it because I want him to discover <laughs> it himself. I see. We talked. We did the last interview with him ever, and uh, I will. I will. I will get you that name, and okay. then you can edit it in <laughs> yeah, so definitely. that it sounds like I knew it. Definitely, no uh, Peter, Peter, no, Peter Conlon and his partner, who's the one we talked to. Cal- Cooley, Alex Cooley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> didn't, have, didn't have to use the internet. So, yeah, so, so yeah, we did, like, you know, we, we the, the, the actual Bowie version of, of it uh, cool. when we're talking to Cooley. There's a section about Cooley because he helped sort of bring uh, yeah. concerts to the Fox for the first time Ooh. back in the 60s and 70s. Oh, okay. Uh, and including Bowie, so that was played there. That's so cool. And then we shot Widespread Panic on uh, New Year's Eve, I think, or or the day before. Uh, it was one of our last shoots for yeah. the project before we started, you know, uh, editing and writing. 
um, and widespread played that song, which was great. Yeah, yeah. And then I ran across this. You know, we get this really hectic section. Everything slows, stops, mm-hmm. and then we get this beautiful choral version of the same song that we've heard two other times before coming up. And we see That's... all these people sort of drifting in and out of the doors. And, oh wow! And just everybody stops and breathes, and we start talking about you that know, saving. Yeah. You know, it's important how important it is to. Uh, you know, protect this so that it doesn't get back to the point where we're in danger of losing it again. Yeah, know? of right. course. So, yeah. Anyway, that that, that no, those that are the things amazing. that come into my mind when I'm editing. How do I? Yeah. How do I tell a story? How do yeah. I make everything connect together? And, right. You know, right. And, and 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 that's also the curse of it because I am <laughs> yeah. in my head for three months, and <laughs> right. you know, yeah. and it's I can't just sort of vomit out video onto you know a timeline and be yeah. done with it. Like we're done. <laughs> You're also hoping that your connections are the connections that the audience are going to make. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I kind of feel like even if they don't make the connection, like, in their front of their head, it's going to be good somewhere in the back. Yeah, definitely. You may not necessarily realize that you just heard three different versions (laughs) of the same song. Yeah. Or you may not realize that this is Cinema Paradiso that's playing in the finale of the piece, but it's a beautiful piece of music, one, so it works, but also... Mm If you've ever seen Cinema Paradiso, somewhere in the back of your head, you know. <laughs> right. yeah. I, I did a I did a documentary on Alzheimer's a few years ago with Don, uh, the producer of The Fox. Yeah. And um, I seem to like chapters. I like things okay. that have definite sections. The Fox is divided into sections. Yeah. Um, Alzheimer's I divided into sections. Okay. Um, but for each section, I had. Um, because we're talking about Alzheimer's, which is a slow degradation of the mind and losing, right. forgetting everything. One of the things that people always remember is music. Oh, um, cool. They will, you know, yeah. not remember their own name, but they will remember the songs that they sang when they were, you know, twenty, right. hanging out in the, you know, in, in the, the malt shop. Yeah, the malt shop. <laughs> with their, yeah. You know, giant mug of beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I took uh, Glenn Miller, and I. I had some shots of some people dancing, and mm-hmm. um, so for each section, every time I stopped, we would have these interludes, and I yeah. would have these shots of the people dancing, um, the same shots over and over again. Yeah. Um, and because we were going from uh, the the really harsh reality of it and how bad it is and yeah. ending on sort of a, a high note with the hope that maybe there is right. a cure in the future. Yeah, yeah. I wanted this to go from dark and okay. depressing to maybe you're getting a little bit of your um, memory back and, and everything's getting better. So, yeah. so each time you see that, you see these same dancers over and over again. Mm-hmm. It starts out like really slow, and the Glenn Miller is slowed down so far you can't even tell what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. What? And then as every time we every time we come back to that, yeah. it speeds up just a little bit. That's it speeds amazing. up just a little bit, and and also the video is getting cleaner and cleaner because I filtered the hell out of the first one, it's like the scratches and everything <laughs> yeah, else. That's... It's like you're in the depths of Alzheimer's. Oh, that sounds really. And so every time we come back to it, and by the end, it's like. You recognize the song. Yeah. The dancing is all joyful and nice, right. and and uh, yeah, and so you know, I, nobody else even noticed or cared. I think, but that's really cool. Though. To me, I'm sure I, someone did. <laughs> yeah, but I like that that uh, analogy to what yeah. we're talking about through the visuals and the and the audio. It's, the way you described it, like I pictured it in my head, like very vividly. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, this man's painting pictures with words and stuff. I know. <laughs> 
creative writing minor. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even draw a stick figure. Though. No, no, but that just shows like how much you put in e- yeah. even to editing. It's, even though you, it's your least favorite, you put that much time and thought into oh, it. This yeah, is insane. Yeah. This yeah. is, again, why I, I like it and why I hate it at the yeah. same time. That's amazing, though, Kevin. Oh With God. photography, I go out, I spend a day shooting, and it's done. Right. <laughs> With yeah. editing, it goes on for months. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you want it to be good. I mean, it's, you yeah. Know, oh, no, yeah. absolutely. I want everything I do to be as good as it possibly can yeah, be. Yeah, of course. You know, and never quite get there, but uh, you, you'd try. <laughs> really close there. You know, you'd try your best. It's I, always, I mean, to you, it's not there, but everyone else is like, oh, my God. Yeah, but I always go back. You know, I always go back a month later and go, oh, my God. Why did I do that? Oh, that's stupid. Why stupid, did I use stupid. Star Swipe? Why did I use Star <laughs> Swipe? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Oh my god, that's awesome, Lucas. Why do you use the stupid wipes? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you have uh like different processes that you use in order to approach different like shoots and productions and things like that? Like, can you can you give some examples I'm that you've used sure. in the past? Like, say, like you have to do like a documentary. Do you have like a different process that you go through personally to get there? You know what I mean, mentally, oh, creatively. Uh, no, or... not really. I, okay. I, I feel I, 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 you know, I mean, a lot of people shoot documentaries and they they're mm-hmm. okay with them looking just like you know reality <laughs> shows. Yeah. I, I think of documentaries should look just as beautiful as a film. So I, I sort of approach yeah. everything in that same way. There are different styles. I mean, if you're wanting. If you're doing something that you want to look like, you know, film noir, then obviously you're thinking about a different kind of lighting and a different right. kind of camera shots. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and if it's, you know, if it's something that truly is just a reality show and they don't want you to light it creatively, <laughs> then you do what you do what you're told sometimes. Uh, and you know, there's also the question of how much time you have. If you have an hour to get in, you know, get an interview and get out, you right. can't put as much time into setting it up as as you would if you had all day. Yeah, right. definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's more. It's more a matter of what you have to work with than necessarily what the stuff is. Although the content does matter to some extent. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because you want you know certain things. They, I mean, the fox has to look like the fox and, yeah. and T. Uh, you know, I mean, tea is different because we were out in the field in China all for 17 days. So, you know, you're, you're running around and doing the lighting, whatever lighting you can. We made sure all the interviews look great. Nice. Yeah. Um, then a lot of it is outdoors and, you know, you're right. just trying to get beautiful shots of the outdoors and the yeah. tea fields there. And right, then I came great. back and did a lot of stuff in the studio of, yeah. uh, close-ups of a teapot. Okay. Uh, with okay. steam and the tea falling into the tea, uh, this nice. clear glass what? teapot. That wasn't in China. <laughs> 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 and so that's that's different again, but yeah. uh, but it all ties together. You know, mm-hmm. as long as you make everything look, you know, sort of as as pretty as possible, yeah. and in the same vein, and it right. all, all ties together. Nice. Yeah. And we're talking about um, Margaret Mitchell, American Rebel. And yes. You, you yeah. had to like create scenes that looked like memories. To yes. The documentary. Like... I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know, I feel like a, a lot of what I shoot anyway kind of feels mm-hmm. like memory. Uh, okay. And, and in a way, film is memory, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, Margaret Mitchell and Dean Rusk as well. We did a okay. lot of um, recreations, and I loved doing that. Actually, that's uh, closer to <laughs> closer to doing fictional film than, than a lot of the other things I do. Um, but yeah, I mean that that was uh, yeah again this really narrow depth of field, really saturated colors and yeah. these dark shadows and you know pools of light and really focusing the eye. Yeah. 
Um, Did so, you have to do any like extensive research to get the look you're going for? I didn't, um, yeah, okay. because I mean I'm not emulating any particular. You know, if I were shooting to emulate the style of the 20s, it would yeah. all be black and white and square. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm not. It's it's more just uh, I want it to look like memory. Um, Pam obviously did some research on uh, costumes and and right. props and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but so cool. yeah, but th- that's you know not the photographer's job. I wasn't directing those. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, um, <laughs> I, j- I take what they give me and make them <laughs> look as as like I say again as as beautiful as possible. Yeah, of course. Um, and and you know and also get across what we want to see. You know, we want to see the little girl's eyes peeking through the yeah. staircase, um, seeing her mother doing the uh, the uh, women's. Uh, the, the the voting her mother Margaret Mitchell's mother yeah was uh, uh, into the women's voting okay. suffragettes, suffragettes. Yeah. yes yeah. Well, Margaret Mitchell's <laughs> mother was a suffragette uh, she had hold meetings in the house and so we had this one shot of uh, Margaret the child Margaret looking yeah. through the stairs and seeing her mother and and sort of you know you want to get the idea that this is her thinking that's what I want to be when I grow up I want to be a strong woman you know her mother holding these suffragette meetings in the in the dining room downstairs oh man yeah and so yeah and so you just have this really gorgeous shot of her sneaking down the stairs and this close-up of her face leaning into the that's know, awesome. banister and like that kind of stuff stays in your head <laughs> it's like yeah. some powerful imagery yeah <laughs> well that's the that's yeah. the ultimately the idea yeah. you want I want images that people remember not right. things that are just you know yeah. kind of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that Margaret Mitchell thing but I don't remember what it looked like you know, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Dean Rusk as well it was uh I mean, all the reenactments there were just him in his office, and okay. so had to find interesting ways of oh, showing. Um, Making an office interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we went we we rented this old uh, house over on West Paces, and they you know had a large enough office that we had room to work. Yeah. You know, brought a, brought a brought a camera and um, dolly in there. Okay. And had him, you know, in lights. Uh, you know, everything is about lighting. You know, you don't want everything to be just sort of this flat wash. You, right. you yeah. as dark as possible, and then light up the spots that you want to see. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we had him on the on the desk deciding where North Korea's boundary with South Korea is going to be, <laughs> which he did oh, wow. decide, <laughs> wow. along with some other people. But he was yeah. one of the people who figured that out. Oh man. Um, yeah. They, the, there was a section about him. Uh, Talking about Vietnam okay. and his involvement slash responsibility for yeah. Vietnam and his regrets there, and um, yeah, and so we had him looking at a, and this is older, uh, supposedly older. He was actually played by his um, uh, descendant, oh, really? who looks very much like him. Oh wow, um, that's really awesome. Yeah, um, uh, how do you get in contact with that person? We ran across him actually. Oh, really? uh, I forget if we actually interviewed him. We may have, um, but we uh, Pam is like. Yeah. queen of research she <laughs> nice. reads every, she does a project she reads everything related okay. to it That's super and useful. meets everybody yeah and yeah she ran Very across thorough. him and uh, i think maybe we first got in touch with him just seeing if he had any artifacts or okay. uh, yeah um and he's like i'll do it yeah <laughs> when, when we needed somebody to play dean yeah. rusk and That's he awesome. looks very much like him so he's perfect right. perfect yeah. That's um and so this is him you know dean rusk in his 70s in his office you know near uh um, uh, 70s or 80s actually but close mm-hmm. cl- not too long before he died maybe looking back on his life basically and that's yeah. the sort of setup for the whole thing and uh, there's a shot that we, so the, for the Vietnam section we have this book of images uh, pictures from Vietnam a photo- yeah. photography uh, book 
art art book table art table tabletop table coffee table book coffee. yeah coffee good. Table. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have him looking at that uh-huh. and then um, you know just lots of I love close ups I love like super yeah. I hate medium shots medium shots are boring. <laughs> I love super <laughs> wide shots, so yeah. you see the world around this you know small character yeah. who's fighting against the world. Right. And I love super tight shots, so you see the emotion, and the, even in the the emotion of how someone clenches like their fist okay. or moves their hand. Yeah. Um, so it's all you know, it's eyes and hands and 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 the reflection of the book in his glasses, which oh, cool. is like my favorite shot. I, there's that, that shot. Awesome. That's one of my favorite shots from that one. It's, it's just, he's, you see the, him turning the pages and see these images of Vietnam and his reflected in his glasses yeah. as he's looking. And then there's a shot of him looking out the window okay. and we're sort of sliding down this bookcase and he's silhouetted against the, the morning oh, sun in the cool. window with a cigarette in his hand. And that was a great shot. Nice. That was my other favorite shot in that one. What was the morning sun in that shot simulated or you had to get up really early? Uh, well, it was just <laughs> afternoon sun. I okay, think. got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, but it was a gray day, so it nice. kind of looked kind of like morning sun. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. How, how do you know when you have the perfect shot? And is there a certain There is, is no there perfect shot. Okay. There's okay. always there was <laughs> always a better shot. Okay. Uh, okay. If you go back tomorrow, you might find a better shot than what you shot today. But you find the best shot you can with the time you have and, and what ideas spring into your tiny little brain at that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you mentioned you shot uh, you did work for like commercials and news. Um, yeah. What's, what's yeah. the difference between those two? Like, uh, which one did you yeah. learn the most news from? News is very different. Uh, well, I mean, I learned I learned a lot from commercials. Okay. Uh, well, because that's where I started. I, I started Got doing yeah. local local commercials for a cable company. I did that for um, several years. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, working with uh, limited equipment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we had very few lights. Oh, really? Uh, and you know, you go out and you just do with the with what you have. Um, you try to make something look interesting, you know. And right. and and it's also about relationships. You you find someone that you work well with, like right. you know the uh, some of the. The ad people there sold the people who sold the ads also wrote the ads okay. most of the time. Yeah, and so you know they would learn what I could do or what I was interested in doing, and so yeah. some of them would uh, really start sort of pushing the envelope and doing crazier and crazier things. <laughs> cool. And knowing that we could then go out and have fun and yeah. do some really interesting. That's awesome. You know, if if you know cinematically, probably you know, because I'm working with. I think we were shooting on. Uh, three-quarter inch tape at that point oh, were you? giant <laughs> camera with a giant deck attached you know on a on an umbilical cord hanging on your waist uh, you know. oh my so yeah um but you know you with that you know limitations of that equipment you go out and you can do interesting shots and interesting angles and the editing can be kind of kind of yeah. cool and fast-paced and, That's awesome. yeah something something that uh maybe people won't necessarily automatically change the channel when they right. see <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I you know got to play with uh, the editing and, and the photography there. Nice. And That's then awesome. um, news, you don't get. You know, I mean, news is so fast paced. You you yeah. go out in the morning, you do a story, you get it done by five o'clock for the you know for yeah. the five o'clock newscast. And, and then... so you know, it's <laughs> that was more about trying my best to yeah. do something interesting within the limitations of time. Got it. Okay. Uh, because sense. yeah, you you. You do the interview usually on your shoulder, you know, right. with the fisherman standing on the dock. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, get get a few B-roll shots to cover. You know, that, right. you you got to learn how much B-roll you need, and that that may be maybe a good uh, lesson that I learned there is okay. how nice. much video I actually need yeah. to cover this thing. <laughs> 
I, but I always overshoot anyway. Okay, like, good, I good. always feel like you need so much more, and the more you have, the more you can choose only the best stuff. You know? Yeah, and editing is like yeah, fun. You have is, a lot to work with. Yeah. Well, fun, fun is a strong word. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry. For person like editing. Editing, yeah, is, editing is easier when easier. you're not having to try to force something into existence <laughs> that doesn't exist. That's true. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, so news was uh, news was about uh, doing things quickly. Uh, yeah, and, and and I definitely learned that there. Yeah. Uh, it, cable was to an extent that as well. We didn't have a lot of time, but uh, right, right. news in particular was really uh, all about that deadline. Always. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, are is there any are there any significant differences in the way you would approach shooting, like say a film, as opposed to like a documentary? Uh, again, I mean, with a film, you have more, in, in theory, you have more time, you have a larger mm-hmm. crew, and right. that's that's helpful. Yeah. Um, maybe more help so that I don't have to do all the lighting. That's always <laughs> yeah. a good thing. Um, but, you know, I'm not necessarily. I, okay. I, I, I want my documentaries to look like films. Definitely. Um, I yeah. want them to be beautiful. And, right. You know, I and hell, some films that I see, <laughs> I don't think anybody really cared about what they look like, so... <laughs> handheld i i don't understand why people love this whole handheld thing buy a tripod <laughs> not that expensive <laughs> so no blair witch movies for you no, no, no i actually liked blair witch uh blair witch made sense because they were emulating what it would look like if these college students were out running around in the woods yeah, with a right. film with an eight millimeter camera and that was perfect that made absolute sense okay. but i i think other films uh what about like chronicle like, did you like that uh chronicle same way i mean it was found footage i, I yeah. you know i found footage gets tiring after a while but a, yeah. a good one a blair yeah. witch chronicle okay right. i i don't i don't mind a good found footage film i okay. I, I saw one i think rennie harlan directed it that's on netflix um about it was like a found footage film uh about these people in this pass in the mountains of I don't even know uh, <laughs> Himalayas or something, and they get terrorized by some sort of Nazi zombie monster, oh and it just didn't—it didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, first of all, the found footage didn't make sense because yeah. they were from angles that didn't make sense to be somebody <laughs> shooting it. Right. And then eventually, it just sort of gives up on the found footage thing completely and starts shooting things that are obviously not oh, being wow. shot by the characters. And oh I was like, gosh. no, yeah. you either do it or, or you, you don't. don't. Yeah. You know, you can't. You if you're gonna commit to this, you figure out how to make it work. Dude, it'd be cool to hang with. Kevin. We're always watching. Me and Chris are always watching random movies. It'd be cool yeah. to hang with Kevin, like talk mad crap. About right. This movie. Like, is oh. it bad that I think I've seen the movie? You, I haven't watched the movie, but yeah. I've seen it on Netflix. I'm like, I want to watch that. Now I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, it's oh, pretty boring. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I thought Rennie Harlan. He's a decent director. Sometimes I, I'll check this out, but. Obviously, yeah. falling on hard times. <laughs> yeah. right. well, it's kind of like a what the rumors with the Fantastic Four movie a couple of years ago. They were going to yeah. do the found footage for like the first half of the movie and then go and then to like didn't. a regular traditional movie. I'm like, uh, why would you even do no. that? Yeah, no. Yeah, either, you're either a found footage movie or you're not. You know, uh, the first um, Paranormal Activities. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That a, a nice build of suspense. Right. I feel it would work in 
they showed like uh, sorry they showed like the Fantastic Four for example like going into the experiment and they're recording it yeah maybe, you yeah know, I mean like, I can I can see for a scene like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. but uh, yeah to do the first half of the movie yeah. that would yeah. be a lot no yeah. sense at all right. <laughs> unless the first half of the movie is a really long scene of their lab <laughs> yeah well, exactly <laughs> well that's what they did with uh, Spider Man have you seen Spider Man Homecoming yet yeah 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 you had the one the beginning was just him shooting yeah that was cool yeah that worked that completely worked. But if you see Spider-Man later and you're like, oh, look, we can't keep track of him, that wouldn't work. Like a suit has like a visor cam. <laughs> well, it does, remember? It does, yeah, it actually. Does. Yeah, yeah, I know. The, uh, the Karen. Karen, the, yeah. the suit suit lady. Right, yeah. <laughs> Who's Jennifer Connelly? So yeah. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, I think that what bugs me more than that are film, normal films that try to look like reality, like they're shot like reality shows, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of small, low-budget ones seem to be going that way. It's like, oh yeah, we don't need a tripod. We'll just put it on the shoulder and walk around. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Well, and and also, by the way, white balance. <laughs> low budget. I low budget does not mean you can't have a tripod <laughs> or white balance. All cameras have a white balance button. Twenty Did bucks you... at Walmart. Get that tripod. <laughs> exactly. Get a Velbon. Stick oh. it on that. If nothing else. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. So, going back to uh, the Chinese tea elixir of the Orient, mm-hmm. how did the concept concept for that come about? Uh, that was, um, we do a lot of work here at GPB, um, uh, especially in the media productions department, which is uh, what I guess we've all been folded into productions <laughs> now, and it's all, we're all the same. But uh, there's, there's, a, there's a department... Um, that we we go out to you know clients and we actually get um, project brought in by clients who want to do things and they'll you know they have some money they get a grant or whatever and they want to gotcha. you know so um, Steve Carey actually met uh, Ken Jen the, the the head of the Confucius Institute up in Kennesaw uh, Kennesaw oh. State University hmm. and they got a talking and Ken was like you know I really want to do this this documentary about Chinese tea and you have to know Ken he's he's just this super nice guy really enthusiastic about everything. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, they got around, they're talking, and Confucius Institute put some money into it, and uh, I think the Freeman Foundation put some money into it as well. And um, we got the funding, and we, we got to do it. Yeah, and it was, you know, GPB was going to air it and um, went to China. And I don't think anybody really expected much because it was a client production. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we go to China for 17 days, uh, me and uh, several other, uh, Carrie, uh, my uh, co-photographer, uh, Amy, Nick, Alex, um, Steve, and Ken, and Ashley, who wrote it, Ashley Mingwasser. Um, uh, but we, yeah, we go to China for 17 days, traveling, uh, it was like 17 to 14 hour days, to oh, either wow. traveling or shooting like every single day. And uh, even through the jet lag, which was kind of terrible. Oh, no. Um, 17 hours on the plane to get to China. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I went to Shanghai and, and then on to Hangzhou, Shaozhou, and uh, Beijing. Um, amazing. But, yeah, it was it was a cool trip if I'd been able to actually see yeah. China. I, was say, <laughs> I don't remember any I saw of a lot of tea, tea fields. <laughs> I saw a lot of tea fields, a lot of, a lot of viewfinders mostly. I saw China through viewfinders. Um, but yeah, then we came back, we, uh, spent a very long time dealing with trying to get all of our interviews translated. And that is another, <laughs> trying to do an interview in a language you don't actually understand. We had to have an, a, tr- a translator 
who uh, we couldn't have the translator in the room because I didn't want to hear them on the mic. So the translator is like in the back of the room. We have covered up in blankets, so we so we can't hear them. And <laughs> oh, so wow. the the Ashley will ask a question. They talk into a mic, which sends the audio to like. Uh, the guy who's actually the interviewee who's sitting there who doesn't speak English at all. Uh, and then that person answers and then he has to translate back to Ashley. So she knows what they just said. And then she has a follow-up question oh, and wow. re- rinse repeat over and over and oh, over wow. again. That, that's quite a process. Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was an interesting process. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we came back and then when we came back, we have to get all those interviews translated again into you know english so that ashley can actually see the words on paper yeah and and figure out what she wants to use and how she wants to write it and put it together and that took a that took a long time surprisingly a long time and also the first translations we got back weren't particularly accurate either we found out later they sort of summarized what they were saying (laughs) so then we get to the editing and we have to edit yeah and and it's like i don't even know where their sentences end oh wow (laughs) How do I yeah, cut that this would be out very of... difficult. Yeah, so we, we Alex sat with a lady from the Confucius Institute to actually figure out where the things that actually, where they were saying the things that actually wanted them to say right. so that we could cut. And, you know, because English-speaking people aren't going to care or notice, but yeah. I wanted anybody, you know, who did yeah. speak Chinese to be watching, if they were watching this documentary, <laughs> yeah, to not be going, yeah, why are they cutting everybody off in the middle of their sentence? This makes no sense. <laughs> so, yeah. The T is on the... <laughs> yeah so so yeah so that was that was that was an ordeal and, and alex spent you know, a couple of months i think going through all that with her getting those just wow. getting the sound bites laid down on the timelines Amazing. and found that some of the timelines some of the sound bites they didn't actually say what the uh translator said they were saying <laughs> so we had to this guy's insulting your dress what you, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about tea <laughs> he's just talking about his dog what? <laughs> I didn't uh, think about that part of the process. Yeah, like, it was, there's so much that goes into it. It's interesting. And then, you know, because we didn't want the whole documentary to be subtitles, yeah, we right. had to find voices for all these people. And um, we didn't want it to be um, the same voice for the entire, you know, for everybody. It made right. sense to have different voices for different people. So you have yeah. to think about, okay, what voice goes with this person? What voice goes say, with you, you this person? You kind of have to, you can't really have like that deep you know, yeah, masculine right. voice on like an eighty-year-old woman. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. We pick the tea every night. You're like, nope. We had this old, uh, this older guy who's sort of grandfatherly, round face, very genial, and we had uh, Don Smith, who's the producer of the Fox, actually, um, uh, who works here, do the voice for him, and I loved it. He sounds kind of like um, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> his, his, I don't know. He doesn't in person, but on, on, on. On tape, for some reason, his voice that he did for this guy sounds kind of like. Uh, I have to go back and listen. Winnie to the Pooh, or the guy who did Winnie the Pooh, or the snake in in uh, yeah. you know, Jungle Book, and I loved it. I thought he was perfect, but uh, the our our superiors. <laughs> um, Can you give us like a little taste of that Winnie the Pooh voice? <laughs> I, I, I cannot do the Winnie the Pooh voice. Um, but yeah, the the people the powers that be here decide. I think they were. They they know the people who work in the building so well that every time they heard their voice it was distracting. So oh, right. I think the general public probably wouldn't have been. But yeah. whenever um, they heard uh, Don's voice, was like oh no, we, yeah, we can't use him. <laughs> no, it's perfect. I know. Right, I know. Yeah. So so yeah. So that that was another ordeal. Was just finding the voices. Uh, oh, we, had, we had to go through two or three voices on some people before we found something everybody was happy with. Oh wow. Okay. Um, 
but yeah well did i answer your question <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. you definitely did um, you actually answered a few of them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so t yeah and then you know after all of that we um you know we we got it uh, we shot it in march of 15 i think we got it on the air in april of um uh, 16 and um yeah, and we won six Emmys, so I guess we did okay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Imagine how many Emmys you'd want if Congrats you kept uh, Don's voice on there. I know. <laughs> we <laughs> love Winnie the Pooh. Give him another one. Best voiceover for yeah. a foreign language yeah. speaker. Exactly. <laughs> so, are there any specific locations that you really enjoyed, like going to while you were there? I mean, I know you said you didn't I, really get to. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I saw the the sort of iconic Shanghai waterfront with the the buildings. With the, there's like a big tower with a big round thing or a big globe or something oh, there's, wow. there's this yeah, yeah there's this cool. waterfront that everybody stands and takes a picture of yeah. that was cool that That's was pretty awesome. um but hangzhou was actually gorgeous absolutely gorgeous uh, it's this old uh it's a university town on it's it's big and i mean all i think all chinese cities are big and modern now <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like yeah. every every Chinese city of any decent size is like twice as big as Atlanta. Well, that's why you just go out and find the Belden of Beijing. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Well, we went up to this tiny little uh, village on top of a mountain to shoot a tea field with this old farmer, and that was probably the Bowden of China. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it was it was funny. We were shooting him um, <laughs> in front of his tea field, and 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 you know there's like two buildings in this town. So, <laughs> but I, I think. As you know, we're standing out here with a camera trying to do this interview, and wind is always a problem, so we're trying to shoot around the wind. Yeah, and we're you know, we're not very far from the road behind us, right? And everybody, everybody, as they came down the road, they would blow their horn at him. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, no, we just oh man, yeah. so oh, that was goodness. that was hard with his. His interview because we have horns, car horns all over it. Kevin was like, "That that was the perfect shot." And I, was gonna, <laughs> I know there's no such thing with that one. <laughs> it's the one road yes. in the entire town. Yeah, Everybody's got to get the one. Literally time. the one road on the entire. The Chinese really like their horns for some reason too. They I, I, they use them. We use them only as an emergency, but they right. use them yeah. like constantly. It's like hey. beep beep. Hey, I'm I'm going? passing you. Beep beep. <laughs> So did you ever get to like take personal like pictures that like that you just want to for enjoyment like when you're on these trips or Well, have... I I generally take um I mean I take my still camera and um I'm always taking stills no matter. I mean if these behind you here mm-hmm. were stills uh that I took Those with are awesome. The yeah. 5D, you know, and if nothing else, they're useful as you know publicity photos as well. But uh, you know, I, I'm always taking stills. I'll get some really bad. Because so. you talk about how beautiful it is, and I'm sure you'd want to capture like a lot of that. Oh just yeah, for yourself. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. No, I have uh, <laughs> my photo. Uh, I've been shooting digital for oh gosh, I, I got my first digital camera in 2000, and I think I switched over to not using film at all. You know, maybe 2005 or so when cameras got good enough yeah and so in that time i have my my photo drive i had like all my photos on one hard drive and obviously backed up somewhere else as well but that drive is like four 
terabytes at this point. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's and that's yeah. It's like I have a four terabyte drive, and I have uh, about three hundred gigs left. So I'm hoping. I think I think they have six terabyte oh portables gosh. now. So it sort of keep sort of hoping that the drives will keep leapfrogging me. That's awesome. <laughs> kind of like archiving hard drives. <laughs> The bad part is, he's probably like, I know exactly where this particular picture is. It's on this drive. I do, for the most part. Yeah, Yeah. I keep it. uh, I mean, I'm not terribly organized, but I keep all of the photos organized by year and and month. Okay, that's So I can can generally find what I'm looking for. Nice. (laughs) I was looking for pictures for Kaladis the other day, and there were a couple of pictures of, because there are almost never any pictures of me. Right. (laughs) But I remembered in Ireland, uh, when I was shooting in Ireland a few years ago, there was uh, the, the... the so assistant producer, I guess I forget what his title was. Uh, he was he would grab my still camera whenever I was shooting video and run oh, around cool. taking pictures. That's so really had, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we had some, a few pictures of me there. So I was like, okay. So when was I in Ireland? All right, 2013 March. Okay, go back to that. Look at that. Okay. Well, the picture I'm looking for is not. Here. Oh, it was probably on my phone. So go back and look at my phone folder. Oh yeah, there it is. Exactly. Perfect. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know it was such a process. <laughs> no, it was actually it took me you know not very long. Okay, so. cool. Thank you for doing that though. Those pictures are awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was actually cool to look back at that. You never have time to look back at old yeah. stuff, so it was yeah. have a little, like a reason to go back for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go back and see them. And <laughs> nice. oh, I didn't realize that picture was there. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. That's actually a decent picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were working on the project, did you get to try like authentic Chinese tea? Oh God, yeah. Um, I I actually really like uh, Chinese tea. Uh, now didn't really drink <laughs> Chinese tea before. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, we. I mean, we yeah, we went uh, we drank Chinese tea the entire time we were there. Um, very cool. Um, Chinese food, uh, it's not like Chinese food here. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, I was going to ask you about the food. Like, how yeah. good was the food? Well, you know, Carrie and Nick and Alex would eat anything that was thrown in front of them. They just, I mean, we had a giant bowl of yeah. chicken feet that were bigger than my hand, and they were just chowing oh. down. Uh, Ashley and Amy oh, and I were a little bit more like, I don't know. <laughs> we had to, uh, we finally got Ken to understand that we liked the little like fried bits of meat with sauce on them uh, like we have yeah. here. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I think he was ordering what he liked and didn't, <laughs> didn't think ask about anyone else. Yeah. So I suspect that they probably have more of that kind of stuff, but we just never had it because got he it. didn't order it. Oh, until we, we finally sort of laid down the lot like, Ken, you have to order at least one thing that we'll eat. Yeah. We we ended up going to McDonald's one night uh one afternoon because we just needed something. And uh we went to try tried Pizza Hut, but McDonald's always tastes the same. So yeah okay. McDonald's okay. is great. Yeah well, McDonald's you can yeah. no no matter every country I've ever been in, McDonald's always tastes exactly. Really? If you order that's a Big Mac, it tastes like a Big Mac. I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, you know, that's a good <laughs> right? thing. I mean, you know, I think if you're going to okay. McDonald's, you can you, trust it. You can trust that it's, you know, okay. whether it's Prague or, or Paris or, uh, <laughs> you know, China, it's going to taste yeah. like McDonald's. Pizza Hut, on the other hand, Pizza's different. Pizza like, Hut totally different. in China, they use ketchup for sauce. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was Why very, did they what? do that? It was very disappointing. The oh. pepperoni is not right either but the sauce in particular was uh, yeah i mean it was all right it was better than chicken feet but (laughs) (laughs) we actually had uh the pizza with a chinese girl who had never had pizza before pizza actually never had pizza before she still hasn't 
Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> that doesn't really count. Yeah, I would have been like devastated. <laughs> I feel like this is not my pizza. Hey, did you... that or chicken feet? So. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take the ketchup bread over the chicken feet. Did you ever get to go to one of those McDonald's or like a, you know, they serve you to dine, the dine in ones? No. Okay, okay, okay. Never been to one of those. Okay. I, you know, in Germany, you can get beer and things with, oh, uh, cool. you know, different different restaurants, different yeah. countries. You can get different things. Okay. Uh, actually, cool. the beer is cheaper than water in German is it uh, really? restaurants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, did you try? Did they have like any specialty menu items that are like only available in this country? Uh, some countries. I mean, obviously, you have the Royale with cheese in right. France, but I don't remember anything in China. It was just chicken nuggets and and Big Macs, and yeah. And at that point, we weren't looking for anything weird. So. <laughs> right. Like, I just want normal. Yeah. <laughs> What's normal for me? <laughs> Um, so what would you say is like the most memorable trip you've been on so far? Oh, um. Because you've been to quite a few places. I I love traveling. (laughs) I do love traveling. Um, I mean, are you talking about a trip I've been on for shooting or? Just anything. I, you know, I don't know. I I can't choose really. I I did, um, I mean, I did Europe for a year, uh, you know, there's lots of places I love there, um. After college, uh, I spent a month, um, a couple times actually driving around the West, and I just love the West and and the Northwest too. The Seattle and or- Oregon and Washington are just gorgeous. The big giant trees and everything, damn, <laughs> yeah. gorgeous Pacific Ocean up there. Um, but the Southwest, I I, I went to the um, Albuquerque or the yeah the Albuquerque Balloon International Balloon Festival a couple <laughs> oh, years ago cool. in October, and that <laughs> was awesome. amazing. Um, I love New Mexico. Uh, Utah, the national parks out there. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, Ireland was cool. I had never been to Ireland when I went there to shoot the Dogs of the World show. Oh. Um, I, China was very cool. Like, I can't imagine I would ever have even gone to China without that. So yeah. that's cool. And and if you do go to China, make sure you hire someone there to uh, be your guide because okay. <laughs> you will not be able to find your way around. You will not be able to drive. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Traffic laws are more suggestions there. Oh. They kind of, the, the lanes even, they kind of just pack as many cars as possible onto the street. <laughs> what? Yeah, Holy it's crap. crazy. Okay. Absolutely crazy. Nothing Fair is in much. English. So yeah, you, you will not be able to find your way around unless oh, you have man. somebody that knows the language to help you. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely. What else? Uh, I mean, I love England, Cornwall. Um, uh, Berlin was cool. I went. I was there again. You know, just a few years after the wall fell. Um, uh, you know, it's hard to choose, really. Yes. I, I mean, China was definitely memorable. Definitely, huh? be, I mean, if for no other reason than the chicken feet. The chicken feet, exactly. <laughs> so it's all about the chicken feet. And all the Emmys that got you. Yeah, well, that too, that too. Uh, what Don't date me, the chicken feet. Uh, <laughs> I did a travel, I actually shot a travel show uh, called The Season Traveler for a couple of years. Oh, did you? And wow. so I went all over uh, with that too. So, That's so um, awesome. Yeah. So, Machu Picchu is fantastic. Highly recommended if you ever get a chance to go there. Cool. Yeah. So you've been to like so many places, obviously. Is there one place that you would like really like to go that you haven't been to? Ah, good question. Uh, well, Glacier Park was on my list, but I did that a few years ago. So that's I I love driving here. I, I like okay. driving. You know, I drove to Glacier and saw it and drove back. <laughs> awesome. I just I like that. You know, it feels like I'd miss something if I just flew in and got a rental yeah. car and stayed for a couple of days. <laughs> um, 
what else? What have I not done? I mean, there are places I want to go back. I want to go back to Prague because I haven't been there in 20 yeah. years. I want to go okay. back to Cornwall because uh, I haven't been there in 20 years and, and this sort of uh, nice memories of Cornwall. Um, <laughs> nice. I want to. I want to go. I haven't spent a lot of time in Italy. I would really like to go to Florence, and I've never been there. Okay. Um, I, I was in Rome for a little while. I'd like to spend more time in Rome because I was only really there for a day. And you know, the Amalfi Coast and Cinque Terre, and, and yeah, Italy. Yeah. I think is probably high on my list of things that I really need to awesome. do better. <laughs> right. I have because I've, I've I spent a few days in Venice. I spent a few days in Milan. And I spent a day walking around Rome waiting for a train. And uh, yeah, so so I've I've really not really done justice to Italy. I think. All right. Cool. Mm. Sweet. Are there any places you would avoid going back to? Oh, good question. Um, hmm. You know. <sighs> This one, Bratislava, except for the beer garden next to the train station. <laughs> I didn't like well, Bratislava. I just had a bad, uh, I had a bad experience because I went there. Um, Are you I, allowed back in? I, I know. And yeah, it was. It, it, it was not like a hangover type thing. Oh, it was, one of those <laughs> no, I uh, I was in Prague. I went down to. I was trying to see as much of Eastern Europe as I could while I was there. And uh, oh, Krakow! I would go back to Krakow as well. Krakow was really <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I was in I was in Prague. Uh, went to uh, Bratislava to see Bratislava. Uh, just when you know it was the Czech Republic, it was you know uh, Slovakia and and uh, the Czech Republic, Bohemia. They were it was all one thing: mm-hmm. uh, Bohemia, Moravia, and Slovakia. Um, so went to Bratislava, the capital of Slovakia. And um, you know, got off. Uh, you know, they this again not too long after the the East fell and became democratic. Uh, so you have these at that time. You had these people who would meet you off the train, going, "Ah, we have a room. We have a room. Bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast." And you know, for you know, for not much money, ten bucks a night or whatever. Like, okay, that's fine. I'll do that. And you know, I'm a guy traveling by myself, and not terribly afraid of anything. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I went, and um, I th- I'm not sure what happened. I ended up losing my passport. I, I um, yeah, I, I, I believe it was stolen by my host. I don't want to cast aspersions, <laughs> and I, I don't know her name at this point, so I can't. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I accidentally left it when I checked out, and then I went back and um, and said, hey, I, my passport. I, yeah. you know, I'd left my passport, and she said, oh no, there's nothing here. Not see no passport here um i don't know if that is what happened or if she actually came in in the night and stole it out of my uh what is that? yeah while That's i was crazy. asleep I, I don't know but anyway my passport and, and it had a little it was a little pouch um, okay. with uh the passport and yeah. um all of my stuff uh, my, my traveler checks and all that in it yeah. um and yeah so that disappeared um and so I'm stuck in Bratislava, can't leave because I don't have a passport. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I So I ended up having to go to the um, – well, I, I could go anywhere in the Czech Republic. I couldn't right. leave the Czech Republic. <laughs> um, so I got to go back to, um, to Prague and go to the 
American embassy there and get a new passport oh, and uh, report, you know, my passport's been stolen. Wow. And my pouch eventually showed up and uh, was, really? yeah, it was okay. actually sent back to the embassy and they gave it back to me. So I got my pouch uh, back, but no passport in it. Oh, what wow. about the traveler's checks and everything else? I can't remember. I don't think I got the traveler's checks back, but traveler's checks, you just canceled them and get new ones. So right, that wasn't, okay. that wasn't as big a deal. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was, you know, there was a little bit of money in there, maybe a hundred bucks. It wasn't terrible. Uh, that okay. in that way but it was yeah it was the passport was a big giant mess and pain in the ass um but that said (laughs) waiting on the train to get out of bratislava yeah um you know get to the and and, and also bratislava is what i saw of bratislava is this big communist modern building high-rise blah there's (laughs) nothing interesting about the architecture in bratislava except the bridge which is kind of cool over the river um but yeah, so I mean, it, Warsaw is is in some ways the same. They rebuilt the old town because it was totally fucking <laughs> demolished by the Nazis during World War II. It was flattened. Uh, so so the communists took over. They rebuilt the old town, you know, brick for brick for brick to make it look just like the old old town, except it looks like Disney World now because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really feel old. It feels like yeah. yeah and, and this is Warsaw. Looks like the uh, backdrop of like University Studios. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And outside of this little tiny area in the middle of town, it's all communist high rise uh, dwelling apartment buildings. Um, <laughs> Uh, and this is again 20 years ago it's probably different now there's probably McDonald's on every corner right. um, <laughs> and a KFC yeah, but the people in Poland were super super nice uh, yeah but um, but yeah Bratislava I'm waiting to leave you know communist high rise apartment land and you know get to the train station early and like alright I got four hours until my train what do I do I yeah. have no passport I don't have a lot of money right, right so I go to this beer garden which is just like outside I think it's just down the corner from the train station and oh my god that best beer <laughs> really? it's like the best beer i had anywhere in europe and it may have been oh, just man. because i had had a long frustrating day yeah. and was hot and tired it's kind of nice and chill. but yeah, yeah that That's was awesome. that was great i'd love to get back to that place to see if it's still there and if it actually remember. tastes like that good but, does, the, uh, does that beer in particular put all the breweries in America to shame. I, well, I think German and you know, yeah, German Eastern European beer in particular. Yeah. I mean, American beer has come a long, long way. Yeah. When I I went to Europe in '92, and when I came back, I mean, all you could get here was Budweiser. Okay. <laughs> and get yeah, PBR. I mean, I didn't drink beer before I went to Europe. Okay. Oh wow. Because okay. I couldn't. Change I mean, it's like it doesn't taste good here. Why yeah. would I drink this stuff? Right. 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 Um, so yeah, and uh, in and now in the last 10, 15 years with the microbrewery movement, cool. I think beer here is so much better okay, than it used good. to be. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually get Kolsch here, which uh, that's, that's or at least one of your favorite. Kolsch, yeah, from yeah. Cologne in Germany, um, cool. really super good. Um, I, I mean, you there are a few breweries that do their variations on Kolsch here now, which is okay. nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's a you know, it's it's a hoppy. It's 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 you know, it's nothing. I don't. I have. I have fond memories of Kolsch. That's probably why I like okay. it so much. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's that much different than any other sort okay. of German beer. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's sort of a, a light, uh, yellow colored, uh, Belgian style lager beer. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but uh, it yeah. it uh, it has it is its particular thing though. It is Kolsch is a style. And okay. I'm not sure what makes it different than other uh, Stella type beers. Yeah, but, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Wow. That's a whole other podcast. Good. <laughs> <laughs> about beer. The beer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the beer cast. 
After putting so much work in, uh, time and work into Chinese tea, how did it feel when you won the Southeastern Emmy for lighting and photography? Oh, wow. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it was it was great after we put that much work into it. Anytime. I mean, the Fox as well, um, having spent so much time on it. Um, you know, China, it was from shooting, like I say, Mar- it was March of 15. Um, and then come... Uh, well, we shot for 17 days, came back, uh, spent several months trying to get the translations right. <laughs> Ashley was writing. I started editing in December, I think, finally. And we were originally going to air in February, and uh, then it got um, – we just uh, – everybody liked it so much that we got pushed back to April to give us a little more time to finish um, polishing up the editing. Um, and so, yeah, so that's yeah, me and, and I, I should say a couple of other guys helped me, Chris uh, Howell and Alex um, – Hanson had helped with the editing as well. Um, I did a couple sections, and they did the other two sections, and then I sort of married everything together and polished it up to make it make everything flow. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's um, what is that? A year? It's a year. Um, you know, and I'm working on other things at the same time. It's not like I'm only working on that, but it's a lot of work uh, from several different people to get that thing out there and uh, to get that recognition and uh, appreciation of the work is amazing always. Um, just, yeah. Uh, photography in particular. Um, and uh, because I had, um, I am, I, I think of myself first and foremost as a photographer, okay. director of photography, cinematographer, cool. photographer. Right. Um, although I'm also a director, lighting guy, uh, editor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> right. writer. <clears throat> producer occasionally. Um, but yeah, I think of myself first as a photographer. And I had been nominated for um, photography once or twice before, but never actually won one. And uh, it was really, really felt good to finally get a photography award. Yeah, that was nice. And I got two because I got the uh, uh, the one for T for long form and I got a short form photography award on the same night uh, for um, promos and, and things that I've done um, last year as well. Okay. So that was that was amazing, and and Fox was we spent um, on and off again. You know, it's not it's never full time. It's you're working on nine different things at the same time. But mm-hmm. I was working on Fox at the same time. I was working on T in some ways because uh, we would do interviews uh, here and there whenever Don could organize them. Yeah. Uh, but and I think ultimately that Don probably spent two three years working on the Fox, and and, and me you know shooting when we could and. Uh, and then the last three months of, um, uh, I think I started editing in September of last year and we aired December 25th. So, I mean, three months of nothing but editing and I edited that whole thing. So, um, yeah, uh, that was, and I got the editing award for that one as well. So I got editing for Fox, editing for T, uh, sound design for Fox, um, which is cool. And then we got lighting, yeah. lighting for T. Um, actually got writing for T. We got best documentary for T. Uh, I got director for T. Don got director for Fox, so we tied on that. <laughs> that, that was that was really cool too. Um, yeah, it was it was nice. Um, I had got a lighting award once before for Dean Rusk, so that wasn't my first lighting one. But sweet. photography in particular was really sweet to to finally get that. That validation, you're like, I've been doing this for all my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't, I, you know, normally I would go around and say, yeah, you know, everybody would talk about the Emmys. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to get a photography one. They don't like my photography. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and then they finally. And I finally got one. I got two. <laughs> nice. They so. made it for last year. Yeah. And editing was surprising. I didn't, um, 
I had always felt that um, they generally tended to favor flashy editing with mm-hmm. lots of you know jump cuts and effects and you know <laughs> crazy you know yeah. modern editing and uh, <laughs> to to get two editing awards was pretty special actually to yeah because I, I really didn't expect that I would ever get an editing award because I feel like my editing is a little too maybe old fashioned or too film filmic. Um, it's cool that they saw that uh, variety though when they yeah yeah that was awesome yeah they're already getting tired of the maybe so maybe yeah. maybe things are swinging back around to my style yeah they're like oh Kim's clean up every year <laughs> <laughs> all right so here's a my ignorant question for all this what's the difference between yes. short form and long form <laughs> editing uh, uh well uh, short form well there's there's uh, there's a short form photography long form photography there's uh, short form editing, long form editing. Uh, it's just the length of the the project that you're working on. Uh, so, Fox and T would be long form. Uh, the documentaries because they're an hour, uh, even even a half an hour, I think, would be long form. Uh, short form is for promos and interstitials, things that are yeah. maybe five minutes or less. You know. Kind of, right. so see, know. it wasn't a good question. No, it was short, long. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so like. Uh, I go out to shoot a promo with uh, Claudius on, you know, and, and Creative Services here uh, for football, which was one of the things that was on my reel for for the short form yeah, photography. Uh, yeah, it's going to be something that's going to be you know sixty seconds or two minutes at the most, and uh, you just you shoot the shots that you need for that. So you're shooting a lot less uh, in some ways, but you're shooting a lot. You know, you're only shooting for one day, but you're shooting a whole lot in that one day. So they have yeah. lots to choose from. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How do you approach long form editing and what's your process like? <laughs> it's like not go crazy. Like, yeah, it's just 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 try not to go crazy. Um how do I pro- you know, I mean, again, I I like to tell a story. I like it to have a form. I like my chapters for right. whatever reason, chapters, but yeah, uh, it it gives favorite. it it gives it markers, I think, for to sort of yeah. guide people along. Definitely. Uh, but I, I like it to, you know, and, and some of this is in the writing too. It's not all in the editing, but I, I, as the editor, I can talk with the writer and we can sort of mold it into, you know, what, what, and I can offer suggestions and usually they, they, they the people I work with have been, uh, pretty good about taking you know, your suggestions. And well, I mean, it's always, you just say, I'm a 14 time Emmy winner. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> you know, I was in here editing, uh, the talk show yesterday and I was like, you know, I, I think we should move this, um, lower third uh, back a little bit because I don't like where it's coming in and, and Kiyosha was like oh yeah you're you won 14 Emmys go ahead <laughs> <All right. laughs> like I, I just, you're the producer you tell me um yeah but uh yeah so yeah you work with the people and like I say you find people that you work well with as well that's always a good thing and uh I think the things where you have one person who's like this is the way it's going to be ha <laughs> ha those are the things that don't turn out very well yeah um, and you know, you know, you wanted to, you start with an intro and you get into the story and you have the different beats in the story and you finish, you come back around. I like, I like it yeah. to have a circle and you come back around to, to finish it up and close it off and have some sort of, even with the documentary to have some sort of sense of closure. Um, you know, obviously if you're doing true crime documentaries, there may not be any closure <laughs> there, but you can at least finish the story. Uh, which really annoys me about some things. I, um. The Keepers on Netflix. I I felt like I haven't seen that. It's it's great. It's about it's this great documentary about um, this woman who disappeared and she was a, a nun teaching at a, a Catholic school in oh. Baltimore in the '69. Okay. 
um, disappeared, and it's the story of these students years later who were trying to figure out what happened and, and the story was, of what she happened. was like oh, wow. bringing up like allegations of abuse and stuff, and then like all of a sudden, she yeah, just she just disappears. Ooh, okay. And there's a question about who did it, Sounds why they did it, and all kinds of corruption and, and levels of you know the, the things that were going on in '69 in Baltimore. Oh. And it's great, and we get to like the next to last episode. And then it feels like the last episode, nothing really happens. And there is no closure because they no. don't really know. And it's like, are they going to do a season <laughs> yeah. two or no, something? No, I don't think oh, so. Okay. There's so no, sure to be yeah. there. Okay, got it. It's kind of like Lost. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You get to the last season, you're like, uh, we don't know how to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna... yeah, exactly. It just sort of fizzles out. feels like they didn't know how to wrap oh, it up. Man. And I felt like it could have been a better way to wrap it up than what they did. But yeah. Make it um, more intriguing, I guess. Yeah, just, uh, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, or you know, some more of a come back around because I felt like we got off on the students and we never really came back around to the teacher, you know, and what her life meant or could have meant or, yeah. you know, what she was. I think felt like we maybe should have ended more on that than, you know, I don't know. I, don't know. I, <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I wasn't directing it, so or yeah, exactly. Editing it, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't, they wouldn't take my advice though. So. Um, so yeah, so that, that I mean that's that's my form. I, I, I like um music. I like a documentary to have um sort of undercurrent of music that can you know, like like hero and oh, right. Cinema yeah, Paradiso yeah. and yeah. themes that can come and go. Yeah, definitely. Uh and I, I think that helps to pull you know, without being overbearing, I don't right. want to be, you know, Steven Spielberg beating you over the head <laughs> with the monster about to jump out, but um you know, just something to pull you along and, and keep uh, surprising you and making it interesting. And um you know, and then the, there's just the pure uh technical aspect of it. You get, you know, I think my China and my Fox hard drives are about are eight terabytes, and they're just about full. <laughs> and so you crap. have all of this stuff that you have to sort through. That's so insane. it's it's just days of going through that, yeah. organizing all that footage into folders and bins that make sense in my head, right? Yeah, uh, in yeah. my timeline, and yeah. um, and that way, <laughs> when I'm looking for something, I know where to find it. You know, right? Yeah, and, definitely. You know, so the organization is a big thing, and then just spending you know, days, <laughs> weeks, <laughs> thinking about it before you even start editing. You know, you've got a, a draft of the script now and you're going through the footage and you're thinking about, so how is this going to work? What is going to, what what can I do to make this interesting rather than just throwing a bunch of footage on the timeline? What can I, what things can I do? Like my, yeah. my title cards in the Fox or my dancing in Alzheimer's. Right, right. Uh, my um, Chinese tea. We had these. We shot these um, guys doing tea ceremonies in a theater in oh, China. Nice. Yeah. And so we had like four of those, three or four, four or five of those. And so I used those as chapter markers, yeah. basically in tea. When we finished one section, we would go to a, a small performance of a tea ceremony at one of these guys. That's really it was really cool. beautifully lit theater. Yeah. And then you know have at the end and this and this i think was ashley's idea at the end of the ceremony uh one of the people stands up and says uh you know the title of the next section so oh cool yeah that's awesome i like oh, that that's yeah cool. that's tea for awesome. your chi and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool <laughs> so so that was that was cool nice. and it's a way of organizing things i think yeah definitely okay and i like recurring things as well like uh things that you you see and you get an echo of that later in a different way right I just think yeah. that's interesting yeah, in definitely. general and it helps to tie things together too so exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah 
Okay. How is it being uh, such an important part of bringing the idea for the Fox documentary alive? Oh, God, how is it? I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily, I mean, I help to bring it alive, but I, bringing the idea for it alive is not necessarily my, uh, not necessarily what I did. I was brought it, uh, I worked on a, a welcome video for the Fox a few years ago. And so we used some of the footage for that on this, actually. The Fox liked that, apparently, I guess, so much. Okay. They um, yeah. came back and wanted to do a full documentary about the history. And uh, we brought, you know, I guess, Steve or somebody uh, brought Don in to do that. And, you know, Don yeah. talks to these guys and gets the idea of what we want to do uh, as far as, you know, that. And um, brings yeah. Lisa in to help write and produce. And, um, and, and I come in to help shoot it. And, you know, by the time I get involved with uh most things actually the idea is already there as far as <laughs> yeah. we want to do a documentary about tea i mean you know, it yeah, may be something right. that vague or we want to do a documentary about the history <laughs> of the fox maybe something that vague but you know uh, between me and the shooting and then the producers and the writers coming up with what topics we're going to be covering then all of us sort of contribute to that uh bringing the idea to life and making it you know <laughs> making the zombie animate and dance around <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, can you tell us a little bit about how it is to create the documentary from start to finish and, like, the chances of who you got to work with during the Fox documentary? Um, it is a long, long process <laughs> that should not be attempted by the faint of heart. <laughs> it's it's a long game. It really is. It's not something you, you – if you have no patience, um, then documentary work is not something you want to be in because it. it is – yeah, we shot – we started, I think, the first shoot – well, the first shoot for the Fox really technically was that welcome video I did like right. four years ago uh, or four years from the the actual Fox documentary airing, which was, you know, six months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So definitely patience. <laughs> and then um, I think I lost your question. What was your question again? Oh, uh, we were just talking about uh... – Talk about a little about how it was the process to create the documentary from start to finish, and did you get a chance to work with any particular people? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, all of the guys at the Fox were great. I mean, we we interviewed everybody I think who works at the Fox, all <laughs> all five hundred of them or something. No, uh, no. I think we had we we ultimately had like thirty interviews. So we did okay. a lot of the people who were involved with the it felt like five hundred. Yeah, it felt like five hundred <laughs> sometimes. All of the people who were involved with saving the Fox who were still around, we interviewed them. Uh, we interviewed. Um, the most of the department heads, at least at the Fox Theater now, cool. uh, talk about the way the Fox works now and uh, continues to work. Uh, we talked to Alex Cooley, which was very cool. Uh, his last interview, he's he is um, sort of the godfather of rock in Atlanta as far as promoters. <laughs> he he and Alex Conlon and uh, Peter Conlon uh, were big in bringing in a lot of the major acts and turning Atlanta into a place that acts really wanted to come in yeah. and not just to the Fox, but to other places around Atlanta, right. um, uh, through, you know, the sixties and onward. Um, and he died a couple months after we interviewed him. Mm. So, oh. yeah. yeah. So that was sad. Um, who else? We talked to widespread panic. I talked to Mike Mills from REM, uh, for that oh, one. Wow. That nice. was, it was really cool awesome. to get to meet yeah. him. What? Yeah. And then, um, you know, working with Don and Lisa was great. Lisa was you know, a, a producer and writer and open to whatever ideas I had. And, you know, whenever I would call up and say, I need a newspaper <laughs> article about this thing that you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. She would always run down to the 
history center and try to find it for me which that's is great so, that's so um, cool. and yeah. you know i just i love working with don don has been in atlanta i mean he has 24 emmys so i am what? nothing i am nothing compared to him that is crazy he's been around atlanta for 30 uh, 40 50 years I you're only like know. 10 away though, if you think about it mine all came in a very small amount of time actually I mean, yeah so i've only i think i got my first one five years ago six years ago that's crazy yeah oh my so, god wow that's amazing. So you hit your stride, now. Yeah. You boom, keep going. <laughs> yeah, just keep coasting. Yeah, I mean, it all, it's all depending on what you're working on in a given yeah. year, though, and I'm not sure. I have a lot going this year. Um, like I say, I'm editing the talk show and yeah. don't have any major documentaries that I'm working on right now, so I'm waiting on the next thing to come. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's it, really. It's just you find good people to work with, and uh, it's really much more difficult if you're working with people you don't like. So. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Like these two? Oh, you know, God. I, like I'm so sorry for yeah, you. Man. Like, I'm the worst, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Oh. That's why you're down there on the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, when you were filming the documentary for the Fox, were there any particular places you got to go that the general public doesn't get to? And... Yeah, I got to go up to the – well, I got to see the top of the stars above the ceiling, wow. which was cool. – which was. Okay. I mean, you had to crawl through, like, all these little, you know, hallways and stairs and climb up four or five different little ladders. And it's crazy getting up there and dragging heavy equipment up there as well. Right. But it was, <laughs> it was cool. We have a sh- – and this all for about – I think two shots of this guy going up to change a light bulb. <laughs> really? But yeah, oh, but it was cool wow. to see. It was very cool to see above awesome. the ceiling, above the sky. Did you take any uh, stills? I took a couple there? of stills, okay, yeah. Cool. But I mean, generally, especially uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so busy shooting that right. I got to take yeah. too many stills. But I did yeah, take a camera and take a few. Cool. I also got to go. Uh, you know the. Um, uh, the bridge over the proscenium uh, mm-hmm. above the stage. I got to go up there, and we set up a time lapse to show all these people oh, coming nice. in for. Uh, I think it was the Little awesome. Mermaid show, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. oh, cool. Little Mermaid show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got a few shots from up there, and uh, the guys actually go up there to change the lights on those big giant pendant lights that hang down. So. Wow. Yeah. That's cool, man. Hmm. And then I've been, you know, I've been in the basements and the the old screening room, which is just an empty wear, uh, storage room now, but and lots of uh, different places yeah. downstairs as well. Nice, sweet, sweet, sweet. Any stories that uh, didn't get to make it into the documentary that you can tell us? Uh, well, I mean, they're the ghost stories. Uh, oh, we, oh, okay, there we go. Can you tell yep, us we're one. Done. <laughs> you know, we, we we touched on it a little bit in the documentary, just in the that they do have a ghost tour that they do. There was one thing they showed us this like security video of this supposed ghost. Yeah. Uh, of this, it's just this light that appeared in the hallway downstairs and sort of oh. moved around and moved around and, and then disappeared. So I don't know. Could have been a security guard with a flashlight, but yeah. it might be a ghost. They seem to. <laughs> The uh, guys who work there seem to think it's a ghost, and supposedly <laughs> they have ghosts in some of the um, uh, dressing rooms. And really, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, old buildings like that. Yeah, that have lots of history tend to have ghost yeah. stories at least. Yeah, they are. They're always ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a different appreciation for the Fox Theater now that you've completed the documentary? Uh, I mean, I always liked the Fox, but I, you know, to know something that well now, mm-hmm. to be that much more. Tied, I, I feel to connected to it now yeah. more. Absolutely. Okay. If you had to describe the Fox Theater and its significance to someone from a different country, what three words would you use? Uh, hmm. And you can't use theater. 
Dan Hughes Theater. Dan Hughes Theater. Atlanta's cultural heritage. So much so much of Atlanta just gets knocked down in a parking lot built over it. It's right. really special and important, I think, that we still have yeah. that theater from nineteen twenty nine. Wow. Uh, from you know a time when things were built and done differently. Yeah. And and it is the only uh Fox theater uh in the country with its original furniture uh there are a couple of other fox theaters that are still standing most of them were torn down the there was an amazing one in new york that's torn down um the one in california i believe got torn down Um, the detroit is still standing but it doesn't have any of its original furniture and i think st louis is still there and again doesn't have its original furniture so yeah to have that that repository of you know it's it's a it's it's walking back in time to go in there you know yeah. you're walking back into right. you know aside from the you know coke machines and you know cash <laughs> yeah. registers in the front <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> you know but you you know a, a lot of the rest of the building is exactly like it was in 1929 and that's a that's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. all right uh the documentary will be showing tomorrow at the theater which at this point would be a couple of days yeah, yes. by the time it's showing on Sunday. Uh, will this be the first time viewing it on the big screen? Uh, yeah, ish. I, I, we sh- we had a screening for the Fox employees. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to remember. I think uh, shortly shortly after it aired. I, I don't think we showed it before because I don't think we had it done that far ahead of time. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, a couple of weeks uh, into January, we had a screening for the employees. But it was just on a projector screen in a in the Egyptian, I think. It was not right. uh, you know without good sound. Got it. Okay. So yeah, this will be the first time I'm seeing it on the Fox screen or on a on a big, you yeah. know, real For theater sure. screen. So right. this will be pretty amazing. I, I I did a Blu-ray with the 5.1 surround mix and everything for the projector <laughs> to run. <laughs> Yeah. How did they uh, react to that once they've seen it? Oh, they loved it. The Fox guys really, um, really loved it. So that's good. As as you can tell by the fact that they're kicking off their summer movie series with it. So. And summer it's, movie series. Oh, wow. I can't right. yeah. starting that out so late. Though. Yeah, because they're going to have like <laughs> uh, Harry Potter there soon, I think. Yeah, they're yeah. having the Harry Potter mega marathon, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to have the documentary of the Fox Theater. And then Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hmm. Okay, well, my last question um, is, what would you like your audience to take away from what you've presented them in the documentary? Uh, just that the Fox is a great place, and you really should cherish it and make sure that it, you know, we never get to the point where it's about to be torn down so that we can build an office building again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. and, and not just the Fox, but all of... Uh, you know what? Very few ones we have left of, of um, yeah. our Atlanta architectural or, or any kind of cultural places of significance. You know, there aren't very many left in Atlanta anymore. We've, I mean, I guess the city burned down a hundred years ago, <laughs> but 150 years ago at this point. Um, but you know, still, uh, I, I go to Europe, and I, I, a guy I met in France, um, he took me to dinner with his family um, for Easter, on Easter Sunday. 
and um, they lived in this little tiny little village in the Loire Valley, and they had this you know old house, you know, this just you picture as this rural. Yeah. And it wasn't even they didn't even have the whole house. I think uh, somebody else lived on that side of that wall, and that oh, was there, okay. but they owned that side of the the house. Yeah. Just um, <laughs> little farming, you know, farmer's house. And you know, in in France, you you go and you eat, and 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 for Easter in particular, but I think in general, really, you just you go and you get up in the morning and you have a little bread and jam, and you're just basically eating all day long. Bread and, and jam sounds so good. You know, by the time you finish <laughs> with the bread and jam and your coffee, then it's time for the first course of lunch, and yeah. so you get the first course and your aperitifs, and you get the salad, and you get this and that and this and that. And by the time you're done with that, now you're having your after dinner drinks, and oh, well, now it's time. We're after after lunch drinks, and yeah. now it's time for dinner. So we get the first, and, and so Easter <laughs> and and that was yeah day long, and, and it's all spaced out, so you don't get like super stuffed. Right. So it's it's perfect, yeah. but it's just sitting and eating amazing. and talking for all day long, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Like fun time, amazing. Uh, but but their house, their house was they were like oh yeah this 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 is not that old it's only 700 years old Holy crap. My, my whole country is not that old <laughs> right? so years. yeah oh, and i i feel like there they have um this appreciation for yeah. those things definitely. that we do not have here and i yeah, wish we had no. more of that you yeah. know it's definitely not just a atlanta thing it's like the entire country just always yeah. has to have the newest the most shiny object, and it's like, no, we need to have the yeah. the movie theaters that harken back yeah, to the old Yeah, save these old movie things. theaters. Yeah, absolutely. I was in a screening for the Founders um, last weekend, actually, up in uh, Southern Pines, North Carolina, and uh, they have this old, you know, old school, small town, one screen movie theater one that screen. has been restored completely and is just beautiful and amazing now, and they have digital projection and. And it just is great, and it's fantastic that this little town has this thing, and yeah. they play art films. And uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's wow. great. But so many of them, Bremen, uh, which is near uh, where I live, my, my grandmother lived there, um, is near near Bowden, near where I grew up. Um, Shout out to Bowden. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called. It's pronounced Bowden. It's B O W D O N, but it's not Bowden. It's Bowden. <laughs> um, and Bremen is Bremen. It's not Bremen like Germany. It's Bremen. Um, but there was a little. There was an old theater there that uh, closed down years ago, and I think it's still sitting there empty, but just sort of falling apart. Which oh, is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't even know that's still there. I haven't been there in the last couple of years. But I really, oh yeah. gosh. Um, yeah. How do you? Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying we can put the IMAX screen in. The Fox, and then people still keep going to it. <laughs> right, yeah. 3D projectors. <laughs> right. Oh, so 3D. Uh, you know, 3D is okay, but it just makes the screen dark most of the time. It really does. You're right. Yeah. Hey. Well, we'll see what uh, James Cameron's doing with uh, Avatar. Avatar 2. Yeah, well, anything like... shot in 3D, then I'm okay with yeah. that. But especially these conversions. and it just, yeah. I'd almost rather just see it in well, non-3D most yeah. of the time. Well, yeah. his Avatar 2 is supposed to be like done in 3D where you don't need to have glasses. Really? So it's supposed to be like a completely game changer. Oh, okay. Which is so I haven't heard that's that. what which, he did with Avatar. Right, yeah. which means all the theaters are going to have to get new projectors all over again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Like the screen laughs> Ticket price is going up again. Yeah, <laughs> going to be 30 bucks to see a movie now. <laughs> how no you glasses. Feel, how do you no feel glasses. about the that is cool. production industry in Georgia? Do you think you see it sticking around? I think so. I hope we've, uh, you know, Georgia had the tax breaks once before. Um, 
I don't even remember back in the '90s. I think uh, yeah. briefly, and and a lot of productions came in, and then they got greedy and said, "Ah, nah, they're here now. We're going to get rid of the tax breaks." <laughs> right. And then they all left. Right. So right. I'm hoping they learn their lesson. I'm hoping they'll keep yeah, those seriously. because as soon as the tax breaks go away, they will leave. Right. They they right. follow whatever the cheapest place is that they you know can do their production. And yeah, you know, fair enough, understandable. Um, if if Arkansas is offering you to be able to shoot there with all these tax breaks then right. you're going to find a way to make it work there yeah, as definitely. opposed to doing it in Atlanta right. um, so yeah I hope I hope the powers that be have learned their lesson and will keep that in place yeah, and it's it's good it's great for Atlanta I was watching um, Baby Driver the other day which is fantastic it is good okay. uh, and it's shot all around downtown and it's it was almost almost a little I love the movie. Absolutely love the movie. Yeah. I almost wish it had been shot somewhere else because it was distracting to me trying to pick out all the different places where <laughs> oh, it was shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But it's one of the few. I mean, so many Atlanta movies are pretending to be somewhere else. Right. Atlanta, Baby Driver just absolutely embraced it. It's like, yeah, we're set in Atlanta. That's here's awesome. an AJC. You know, yeah. here's a shot of you know, WSB or one of the local oh, news wow. stations on TV. That's so cool. Uh, all these different locations, Georgia yeah, State yeah. and all oh, these wow. things. Okay. Uh, uh, Peach, uh, Peachtree Center. Uh, Mall. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. We're probably gonna check it out on like this maybe next weekend. But yeah, it looks really it's good. It's yeah. super good. It's really definitely worth seeing. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. Um, are there any movies or shows that are being filmed here that you would like to work on? Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, they they bring in their creative people from California most of the time. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, locals get hired to do security and be grips. Right. But they're never going to hire a DP or generally. Yeah, the, the reality shows are different. There are a lot of those shot here too, and they okay. they hire almost all their people from here. Okay. Uh, or or there are a lot of people that get hired from there who moved in from somewhere else because yeah. all the stuff's going on here. But right. Um, but yeah, the movies. You know, uh, Thor is not going <laughs> to hire the DP or a director from here. Okay. Um, okay. I, that said, I would uh, I would love to work on. You know, I'm not entirely sure I want to work on a Marvel film though because. Yeah. I, 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 if I want to shoot something or direct something, I want to shoot something small where I can really make it look the way I want it to look. I, I feel like I'm more of a small indie, you know, it doesn't have to be indie, but a small intimate movie. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. do so many small directors. They do one film, mm-hmm. 500 days of summer or, yeah. um, uh, Chronicle. Right. And they get, um, scooped up to do some big giant yeah. franchise with a gazillion dollars and all these special <laughs> effects and they just get lost they yeah. have no uh they have no you know the the studio scoops them up because they're young and they can uh make the, they they feel like they're going to be malleable and they're going to do what the studio tells them to do because they're right. going to be grateful for having this opportunity and yeah. they are yeah um, definitely for the most time point although apparently some of them have gotten fired because they were trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to have their own style yeah uh part of the reason um Edgar Wright didn't do uh, Ant-Man it's because right. of, you know, disagreements yeah. with Marvel over how Edgar Wright the movie could be, I think. Right. Um, Even the director for Han Solo just yeah, left. Yeah, because, the guys yeah. who did uh, the Lego movie, uh, yeah. they got canned in the middle of production, which, which is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. insane. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's all about the studio wanting to be what they want to be because it's you know a $200 million movie, uh, which, you know, understandable. But I, I, don't, I would, don't think I would want to be in that position i, I want to yeah. do small things yeah. that i can make be mine at right. least you know you know if i were to become big and famous like yeah. ridley scott or something I'm, right. I'm sure i would take on one of those just to see what it would be like yeah, but, of course. Uh, but only yeah. after having done 
a few. you know a few and sort of found myself as yeah. a filmmaker that I makes think. sense yeah, yeah definitely do you feel like there's um a lot of quality opportunities out there for like feature photographers and cinematographers quality out there opportunities like you know do you feel like there's like good opportunities for newcomers coming up or they need to like kind of there's not this kind of crowded now the it's, it's crowded it's okay. it's a hard industry um there's a lot of stuff going on yeah uh but a lot of it is you know small guys who maybe don't even know what they're doing who just want somebody to shoot something for them for free right um and then you know you have there aren't that many full-time jobs doing this anymore i'm I'm lucky in that i have this full-time gig at uh, gpb yeah Uh, but you know um especially you know there there are full-time news photographers a few in town obviously all the news stations have their guys yeah um, and you know, GPB is something different. At least I'm not having to do news every day. Right. That's true. Um, Definitely. and then I guess there are production companies that maybe have some, a few full-time photographers, mm-hmm. but as a photographer, it's not that I don't, it, it, I think most of the guys are freelance at this point. Right. It's most, everybody yeah. wants to hire somebody for this project and then move on and, you know, yeah. and maybe not, not pay you in between. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah. I you know the best thing to do is just work, keep yeah, do what you can, get out there, do something, shoot yeah. something. Because every time you shoot something, you learn something. That's and true. if you're sitting yeah. at home playing, uh, uh, I don't know, Elder Scrolls or whatever, <laughs> Elder Scrolls, yeah. uh, it's great. I do, but yeah. uh, you're not learning anything about your photography. That's you true. know, um, so I mean, you gotta you gotta do something to make a paycheck. But in the spare time just go out and shoot and if you have to work for some skeezer who wants you to do it for free (laughs) then do that i guess at least until you get enough that you can say look i am good enough that i don't need you right i'm gonna go find somebody who will actually pay me what i'm worth you know definitely but yeah i mean you obviously got to get a reel you've got to get something to show so right you know and and whether that's working for somebody else or doing something on your own uh, yeah. that you want to do that you can make look the way you want to do that might be the better option. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Save your money from you know McDonald's or wherever. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in in your opinion, is there an obvious benefit uh, to attending like a school like say SCAD over UGA or something I, like that? Yeah. Like a huge benefit. I don't in... know. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. SCAD over UGA. I didn't go to SCAD, so I can't say. I, yeah. I feel like SCAD is more of a focus on the artistic side of it, Okay. which is good. Um, I know Victoria, uh, one of my coworkers here, is, is going back to SCAD. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, to some extent, I guess learning, I, I assume SCAD teaches you uh, a little more of the art of it. Uh, GPB was, or not GPB, oh, yeah, UGA. UGA yeah. was um, you, technical you learn how to operate the cameras you learn the rules right of of how to do this yeah you know baseline to make it look good yeah and then you go out and you experiment and you figure out what rules you can break right um <laughs> yeah but yeah I, you know there and there is some some benefit there's definitely a benefit to going to a school and learning that okay learning the basics learning how to operate a camera mm-hmm. Learning what works, what doesn't work, what absolutely you should never do. Right. Um, yeah. Because so many people say they're photographers, they go out and they don't even know how to operate their camera. They want a they want a cinema camera with autofocus. I'm looking at these. 
looking at these forums online whenever a new yeah. camera, camera comes out and yeah. people are going on about, oh, the autofocus on that is great. What, you you want to shoot your film in autofocus? No. <laughs> you are not a photographer. Yeah, if you are using autofocus <laughs> to shoot your film, you are not a director of photography. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so I, 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 you know, I, to learn what... Um, aperture does mm -hmm. what shutter speed does yeah what uh you know iso does how you yeah. know how you should use your iso your nd right your um you know the different things that the camera can do rather right. than just you know stopping down to you know f8 putting yeah. it on your shoulder and running around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got a picture it's great because yeah. <laughs> you can make an iphone look fantastic if you yeah. know what you're doing yeah definitely uh, but yeah. some so many people want to be a photographer and call themselves a photographer or director mm -hmm. or a filmmaker, and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it, in the same vein, my follow-up question is: um, Do you believe a person can make it far with a little bit of schooling, but continue to grow through like self-study and working on different projects? Oh, absolutely! I yeah. think you learn much more um, after school. You right. learn you learn the basics in school. Mm -hmm. You learn enough to get a job doing local commercials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and then you learn everything else. Got it. You learn the art of it. You yeah. learn what, um, how to push it, how to make something interesting and different and new, and and make something that people will want to watch. You you learn how you learn the technical skills in school of how to make it work and how right. to put it together. Yeah. But yeah. how to make something artful and interesting, you learn after, and you learn that from experimentation, from from going out and doing it and trying it and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And, right. you know, I, well, I can't use that shot because that's a terrible angle. That didn't work <laughs> at all. And so, you know, not to do that again. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, I must, this, this whole shoot was out of focus because I didn't have a viewfinder that was good enough for me to actually tell what was in focus. Right. Maybe I should have a viewfinder next time or a monitor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, all these things you, you learn um, uh, in the field and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and all these different environments in China in the Fox theater. And, right. Uh, people's living rooms and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you at a football field, you, you diff completely different environments, different lighting situations that you're having right. to adjust for and trying to figure out how to make that look good yeah, given the situation that you're in. And these are all right. things that you learn by getting out there and doing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So and and the, the online, you know, internet is... Mm -hmm. You can learn so much yeah, just by, you yeah. know, you could sit in your house for weeks on end just yeah. watching, you know, yeah, YouTube right. videos. Because and... it just goes down a rabbit hole of just different things. Yeah. You look up one thing and you're like. Yeah, I mean, that said, you have to take it with a grain of salt because, yeah. you know, some of the, you don't know who this guy is who's <laughs> yeah, standing up there claiming to be a filmmaker and <laughs> yeah. teaching you about this camera. <laughs> He's like, so the autofocus. Is <laughs> <laughs> right, so the autofocus is fantastic yeah. on this. Always use autofocus on right. your film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, do you feel people like yourself who wear, like, so many different hats get the respect and the appreciation they deserve? Or is, like, specializing the way to go? In... Uh, I, you can't special. I mean, you, you can specialize in, like, what you like, what you want to do, but mm -hmm. you've got to know how to do everything right. uh, to, to an extent. You've got to know how to do lights. You've got to know how to do sound yeah. uh, as a photographer. Because right. so many times you're going to be sent out and you're going to be the only one there. You know, <laughs> yeah. maybe you and, a, and an intern or something. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, as much as you might like to specialize, you've got to learn enough uh, to be able to do the other part. Or your photography is going to look like crap because your lighting is bad. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, lighting is, like, so crucial. Man. Yeah, and audio. I mean, if your audio, audio is bad, it doesn't matter how pretty the picture is, nobody's going to watch it. Yeah, that's so true. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, do you plan on attending or and submitting anything to like any film festivals in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, you'd love to. I want. I'm working on a short. Uh, I haven't quite finished the script yet, but okay. I, I would love to shoot that nice. and maybe take that around to some film festivals. I actually have a short that I shot. Uh, a while ago, um, that I submitted to the Oaxaca Film Festival just okay. uh, a couple weeks ago. I never <laughs> I heard of that. Before. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on this. Uh, this okay. There's a site called Film Freeway where you upload your short, and then you, they send you all these things about what okay. all, all the film festivals going along, That's going really around. Cool. And I got an email about the Oaxaca Film Festival was taking submissions <laughs> for fourteen dollars. I'm like, eh, sure, why not? Yeah. So we'll see. I'll find out in September if yeah. I get into that. But it's a it's That's a cool. little tiny five minute. I short, hope we do so. though. That'd be cool. I would. I'd yeah. love to go back to Oaxaca. Oaxaca was Oaxaca was very cool. Yeah. I'll where is Oaxaca? <laughs> Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, old Mexico. Um, south, I think, of uh, Mexico City, but it's an old, uh, some I think, some Aztec ruins down there. There's a great old school yeah. Mexican market with, you know, all the guys <laughs> with the live chickens and like the fun. mounds of chocolate and uh, the chocolate. steam rising yes. up through the, through the light streaming through the skylights. So that's a vacation with a little Oaxaca yeah, film know, festival. festival yeah, well, you know, <laughs> multitask. That's how, that's how you write it off the GPB. Be like, yeah, we want to enter this. <laughs> yeah. It's called multitasking. <laughs> chocolate. Mm, really good chocolate. That um, spicy Mexican chocolate. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I've never tried that. Yum, 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 yum. Um, what's a typical day like for you? <laughs> it depends on the day, you know. Yeah. And if I'm shooting something, then it's, you know, come in at whatever time I have to come in to make sure I get all the equipment loaded up. And we head out to the shoot, spend X amount of hours doing that. And then I yeah. get home at, you know, we'll get back, unload the truck at midnight or whatever <laughs> and then go home. Uh, lately I'm editing, so, uh, you know, come in in the morning, sit here and edit the show and just yeah. work through an episode, uh, until that episode is done and upload that to the, the master control and then move on to the next episode. So, okay. Sweet. Yeah, so it's pretty consistent, pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. Always, <laughs> yeah. always busy, always yeah, busy, definitely. uh, but in busy in different ways, depending yeah. on what you're working on. Right. Um, yeah. What are some of your favorite things to do whenever you have some free time? <laughs> <laughs> Movies. Movies. Okay. Uh, strangely, yeah. I, mean, okay. I, I shoot uh, I shoot documentaries, and I spend all my time in movie theaters. That's awesome. Free time. I love the theater I, experience. It, yeah. Awesome. I, I, no, yeah. I, I, whenever get, whenever yeah. possible, I would rather see a film in a movie theater. Yeah, definitely. It just feels better to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, a, you know, I have a nice TV. I have a sound Sweet. system at home. But yeah, I can imagine. I, I'd rather sit in a movie theater. Yeah, just that feeling is nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Do you ever watch a movie and be like, I could have shot that better? He probably oh, does a lot. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the found footage ones. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of those, definitely. But even, uh, yeah, even some others. Uh, it's like, yeah, you know, the, um, I don't know. I, I some of them, it's like that, that's a great script, a great acting, but the shooting mm-hmm. was kind of blah. You should yeah. have had a better photographer, right? Or it, it happens a lot with at some of the film festivals watching shorts and, and right. even features. It's yeah, like, Jesus, people, if you just hired me, that would look so much better. <laughs> right? <laughs> hire an actual. It doesn't even me. Just just hire yeah. an actual photographer rather than <laughs> shooting it yourself. That would be so much better. Um, um, yeah. So. <laughs> Answer your question, yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> any 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 particular film that uses nothing but medium shots. I'm just like right. banging my head against the wall. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Do you have any um favorite hangout spots you like to go to in Atlanta? Just to kind of unwind and uh, chill. To unwind, I you know my house really. <laughs> just your house. I'm, I'm at home so seldom. Yeah. I just go right. there to unwind. Throw on the PlayStation or something and. Nice. Uh, 
pour a bourbon. Um, but, you know, I, there are places I like. I like, uh, you know, East Atlanta. There's some cool places over cool. there. I live near East Atlanta. Okay. And, okay. and Little Five, but Little Five's a little too crowded. So. Yeah, it's kind of getting crazy better. now, yeah. Yeah, and um, some good pizza places around town. I love yes, pizza. So. Yeah, I know. Are you on PS4 now? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I have a PS4. It. I have a. I finally got an Xbox One S uh, okay. a few months ago as well. Oh, did you yeah, sleep? So. You didn't want to save up and just get the P or the uh, Xbox, Xbox One X. X6. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't a. They had sort of said, "Well, it's coming uh, sometime next year." At the yeah. point I got it, so yeah. I'm okay. like, you know what? I, I want. I wanted the 4K, so I got right. the One S. And I wish uh, you play some games. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> just the worst name for a system ever. There's so many Xbox One X. Xbox One X. Yeah. What is that? Um, they just call it the XXXXBox. They should, yeah. I mean, it's probably, it's probably Nick. It's a sex box, and her name is Sonya. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite TV shows and movies you've watched and enjoyed this this, this year? You said Baby Driver. Uh, Baby Driver, yeah. loved Baby Driver. The Hero, um, the Hero is great okay. as well. Um, TV shows, Leftovers. I love The Leftovers. Leftovers. I just okay. love it. Um, yeah. And nobody watched it, but I just love The Leftovers. <laughs> um Looking forward to New Game of Thrones this weekend. This weekend, yeah. I'm so far behind. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, um, Legion was surprisingly excellent. I heard it was really good. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't need watch, to watch it, that. but I need to. It, I definitely check that out. Okay. It, uh, okay. It is not your typical superhero <laughs> oh, TV superhero. show okay. where they just, yeah. you know, keep play it, you know, Play it conservative and just tell the story. I mean, it's oh, okay. the the guy. Well, Noah Hawley did it, who who, who does Fargo as well. Nice. But they really let him go crazy with his just the way <laughs> he awesome. did it and the cool. the shooting and the editing and the stories. Even it, it because it, I mean it's one long story for mm-hmm. the whole season. Okay. But I mean some episodes just go off in these crazy sort of tangent. There's one episode that's almost entirely or at least half silent. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. uh, which I guess is a call out to Buffy, but uh, you know. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, yeah, it just he got him. He got to do some really interesting things, and uh, just the the production design and the shooting, yeah. and the acting, everything about that show is really good. Yeah. And surprisingly so, because I didn't even I didn't when I first saw the trailers, I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they always use X Men to push something it, else. And yeah, it, yeah, like, an X Men. Yeah. You know, and I was I was like, yeah. I, I, just another, you know, and and I like Daredevil. I, I yeah. like I like those shows. So good. But is this going to be that much different than that? Do I really want to put ten yeah. hours into this? But uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then I got into it, and it's really crazy. I liked it a lot. Okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah. When you when you said the silent thing, I remember. I don't know if you watched Breaking Bad, but the episode when uh, Jesse and Walt are trying to catch the fly. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen the first couple seasons of Breaking okay. Bad. I haven't actually gotten past. Okay, it's really I need to finish it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I okay. think that may be later. I in think you like that one. It's definitely on my list of things. There's a long list of things that I need to. Man, it keeps growing. I need to see the last season of Battlestar Galactica. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen uh, any of that. That's yeah. worth checking out. It's, oh, Battlestar Galactica is cool too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Farscape. <laughs> cool. If you've never seen Farscape, Farscape. I, I love Farscape. Farscape is really good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Carlin loves Farscape. One of our what? friends, yeah, he likes Farscape. How does he like that? I don't know. I mean, just because he doesn't like anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lex. I was checking out Lex, and I never really watched Lex. I would you know, see it every once in a while on yeah. late night PBS or something back when they were playing <laughs> yeah. it. 
Um, but it's on Netflix, I think now, or Amazon, maybe Amazon. Cool, um, right. oh, when I was checking it out the other night. That's a f- really weird show. Is it <laughs> kind of cool? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go back and actually watch some of that. It's Perfect. just just bizarre Canadian sci-fi yeah. thing. <laughs> Have you uh, checked out The Expanse? Yeah, I love The Expanse. Okay, I, yeah. I Expanse is, uh, you know, it drags occasionally, but yeah. uh, uh, it's probably the best really hard sci-fi, I think, on TV. Really? Yeah, I just I'm about probably halfway through the first season, and uh, yeah, it, it gets second season is even better actually. It, okay. it, it's um, yeah, I remember the first, especially the first half. Of the first season was like they're just setting everything up, right? And then um, it gets really good, and it's yeah, it's it's really your old school hard sci space sci fi. Not you know, there's no magic or anything. It's yeah, all right. it's all very scientific. They See. shoot. It's not lasers. It's they're shooting you know slugs out of these guns oh, really? to try to punch holes in the other wow. spaceship what? yeah that's cool. it's very really cool the science that they put in the thought they put into uh, the world that they're building that's that's really yeah what kind of um advice can you share with like with newcomers and people that like to pursue a career in production oh gosh um <laughs> yeah it's uh, work do, something <laughs> <laughs> do something else <laughs> if you want to uh if you if you're intending on actually you know Having money to eat and and having a career, <laughs> probably better off becoming a lawyer. <laughs> but you get to travel to China for seventeen right? days and you eat do, chicken feet. But I have been I have been very very lucky. Okay. Uh, a lot of the time, it's being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, um, and you know part of it is having the ability to do it because if you're in the right place at the right time and you can't do it. That's yeah. It's going to close the book. Yeah, you're not going to get that <laughs> yeah. opportunity. So yeah. be be prepared for when you are in the right place at the right yeah. time. But um, to, you know, if you really want to do this, you got to just keep plugging at it and don't get frustrated because it's, it's it is process. a lot of it is just yeah. luck and and something falling into your lap at you know at the point where you yeah. build the travel show that I did for right. a couple of years. You know, yeah. it's having being prepared for it when it happens, right. and, and then being there when it does happen and, and being able to catch it. Um, you know, I, advice would just be do it, you know, go out and do it in yeah. whatever way you can. Especially now since people are, can do things on their own. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And cameras are, you know, uh, yeah. when I was starting out, 92, 93, 93, because I was in Europe in 92. 93. Because <laughs> sure. I was in Europe in yeah. 92. That's um, like the sixth time you've mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> you think you went to Europe? <laughs> We're no, gonna, I, we're yeah. gonna name this episode Kevin Europe '92. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that I was in Europe yeah. in '92? Picture it, 1992 <laughs> Europe. I was there. <laughs> no, sorry. Go but ahead. yeah, '93 when I was starting out, you couldn't. I mean, you couldn't. You could barely afford a VHS camcorder yeah. of your own. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you couldn't make your own movies. You, right, you just right. couldn't. You you had to have a lot of money. To right. do something like that. Yeah, you, you're right. you know, even even if you're trying to do it with an eight, an old eight millimeter film projector, the film is super mm-hmm. expensive, and the developing is super expensive, right. and you got to edit it. Right. Yeah. Now you get, you know, you get an iMac for a thousand bucks or less. Get an old one for five hundred. <laughs> yeah. You get, you know, an HD camera of any sort, really, and you can use your iPhone. Tangerine was shot with an iPhone. Right. You know, yeah, get so an true. iPhone. Get get something. Well, don't get it. Get a real camera. <laughs> get, <an iPhone. laughs> get a real camera. <laughs> but. That, that was, that's an interesting experiment. But get a real camera. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you can get you can get a decent HD camera for you know a couple thousand bucks. I was laughing how, how quickly he went back on the get it. No, don't get an iPhone. Well, <laughs> I'm just remembering that uh, iPhone commercial know, where the she videotapes her sister like cutting the onions, and then like yeah. it becomes this big worldwide oh, yeah. phenomenon. It's like, yeah. you can yeah. shoot this on the iPhone. Right. It's like no, no, you can't. That's hilarious. You can, but it's not that simple. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, yeah, get you know, get get a, get a get an old computer for five hundred bucks. Get your yeah. you know a copy of some sort of editing software or right. do it in iMovie if you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get a get a decent HD camera of of any sort. Really, get a C one hundred for you know two three thousand. Get a used one for a couple thousand bucks probably at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, yeah, and or you know a five D, sixty, one of those guys. You yeah. shoot HD on those. Get some nice lenses. Sweet. Definitely get some nice lenses though, <laughs> yeah. because that's important. Um, and then you're gonna press that uh, <laughs> that point. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and you can go. You know, and microphone. You gotta get. You gotta get some audio. Yeah. So figure out your audio it's thing. You audio, do not yeah. shoot with the on camera mic. Oh my gosh. That is that down. is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Um, and so many people, it's funny, so many people shoot things and they come back and they put this stuff together and I look at it, um, and it's like, you know, it'll be pretty good, except mm-hmm. there's this blown out shot here and this, oh, this, no. this interview where the audio is like, they're in the bottom of a barrel from 10,000 <laughs> feet away yeah. and, That's and, terrible. you know, and they're all proud of it. And I'm like, yeah, this is good, but why did you put that in there? Yeah. If it's bad, right. you know, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't do it. Either reshoot it or take it out. Right. Don't put something in there that you know is bad thinking nobody's going to notice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You know, Try most people, even if, even if the general guy on the street doesn't notice. Yeah. He's going to, it's going to, in the back of his head, he's going to think, yeah, that was okay. Right. Because it's, right. it's, it, it detracts from the quality. It, it looks sense. unprofessional. That makes sense. And the biggest yeah. thing is to have your thing look professional. Of course. Yeah. Otherwise you're just a, you know, a guy with a camera shooting yeah, a... a videographer exactly exactly <laughs> See, I get it. Yes, I understand. but yeah but but you know the, the tools now i guess yeah. is what i was saying the tools now are so much more available and, and within reach of the average person yeah. to be able to do a, a film a yeah. film which is as good as anything which is that... really encouraging in ways too definitely absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean you can do um Manchester by the Sea. I mean, mm-hmm. you could shoot that. <laughs> there are no special effects in that. Yes, you just need a good script and some actors. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Um, well, we're going to switch over to our quick fire questions. Ah. We do this to every guest do that I, we have. Do I, let me get some more coffee here. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we're going to go Mead and Chris and Jamie. Sure. Do you guys want to go down the whole line of them or do you like maybe five each or something? Five. Five each? Okay, sweet. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go first. Um, favorite movie of all time? Casablanca. Oh, nice. Oh, the English patient I like a lot, too, but Casablanca. Okay. <clears throat> favorite film genre? Oh, I love noir, actually. Um, yeah. I, you know, I like all film. My favorite film genre is film. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> what superpower would you choose to have? Uh, how, how quick do I have to answer this? Um, <laughs> I... You know, flying would be cool. Okay. But time travel. That would be awesome. Time travel, yeah, definitely. Awesome. So he'd be like Barry Allen. He'd run through <laughs> time. the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like Doctor Who, actually. Oh, Doctor Who. It's not really a superpower, I guess, He's for him. He's a big fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Favorite curse word? <laughs> the one I use most often? Or the... <laughs> or if there, whichever one comes to your mind when you're like, oh, yeah, this uh... is the perfect time to drop this ball. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Just that mumbled curse word under your breath that nobody can really <laughs> That. Perfect. <laughs> we get that in spelled out first. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is a, it's long. <laughs> All right, uh, favorite movie that didn't win an Oscar but should have. Ooh. Oh, um, I mean, recently, well, you see, yeah. it's hard because yeah. I absolutely adore La La Land, but okay. I am fine with Moonlight winning that one. I really am because yeah. Moonlight was fantastic as well. Um, although if La La Land could have been another year, that would have been great. Um, should have won but didn't. Um, I, you know, Robot Mountain should have won. Absolutely should have won. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Disney villain? Oh, um, <laughs> favorite Disney villain. Ursula was cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what song would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? Automatically plays every time you walk into a room. What song would it be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my <laughs> theme song. Yeah. <laughs> um... It would probably be something sad, actually. Really? Aww. <laughs> Kevin, Bring the whole room down. I know. <laughs> that doesn't seem like it would define you. I know. Right? Seriously. Oh, oh gosh. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, no. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know, things pop into my mind. So <laughs> That's a really hard question. Or Can I ask another one? English patient. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pick another one. Hurry up. Uh, favorite <laughs> holiday. Oh, um... Halloween, absolutely Halloween. Yes. Love Halloween. <laughs> if you could live in any show or movie, what would it be and why? Oh, yeah. Um, huh. Huh. Casablanca would be cool. Okay. Um, but also Deadwood would be cool. <laughs> Deadwood, yeah. Uh, I don't think Game of Thrones because I'd probably oh. just end up dying. <laughs> Just don't be a main character. Right, that's true. Right. As long as I'm a minor character. Yeah. Well, you know, the minor characters bite it a lot, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite, uh, like, go-to karaoke song? <laughs> the, the one I think I am best at is actually uh, Placebo, Pure Morning. Oh, cool. Okay, nice. <laughs> only because that's the only way. That it's not really singing. It's just sort of, you know, talking with style. <laughs> Those can be pretty cool, though. Um, favorite superhero? Huh. Um, superhero. I'm sure I'm. You know, I don't know. I will forget the one probably. I like okay. Batman for his darkness. Uh, okay. Although I don't like whiny Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Hellboy a lot actually. Hellboy, nice. Yeah. Okay. I think it's probably. I'd say he's my favorite. Yeah, good doing a reboot too. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Although, uh, do, we, do we really need a reboot? Uh, yeah, of Hellboy, you're right. You know? yeah, but it's using the like... sheriff from uh, Stranger Things. So. Oh, it is. Oh, is he yeah. the? He's gonna be Hellboy. Yeah, he's oh, gonna be Hellboy. Awesome. He's Interesting. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. All right. We'll do that. Biggest fear. Hmm. I'm not afraid of much. I'm not afraid of snakes or spiders and heights. <laughs> um, biggest fear that this is it, that, you know, I don't get to oh. go on and do more and do a film and be more, maybe. Got it. Okay. The, or that, 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 
that what I'm doing is actually not good, and I think it is. <laughs> the I'm, Emmys are a whole yeah. sham. <laughs> 14 Emmys. And somebody's, put, somebody's staging it every year to yeah. make him feel better and be yeah. like, yeah, you won Emmy. Yeah. It's, the Emmys misspelled. It's like E-M-Y. Yes. <laughs> E-M-Y-S. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's all a mirage. I don't know why, but when you said that, it reminds me of that Family Guy scene where they put Ringo's song on the front. I was thinking that earlier when he was talking about like the people who um, like film yeah. things and leave stuff as like, yeah. yeah, we put this on the fridge. Yeah, this is good. We're going to put it up here for special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Favorite season of the year? Favorite season of the year? Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Like fall, it's cool, especially here in Atlanta. If I oh, get actually, yeah. you know, decent temperature to walk outside, and the tr- leaves are all changing. Yeah, I can yeah. wear my sweaters and my coats, and I love it. Coats. Lasts for like you know two weeks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, lately, jeez, summer lasts until yeah October thirtieth. Like, no, it's like <laughs> December twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, it's still hot was, out. Yes, like really 70s? had a nice yeah. fall yeah. yesterday. That's crazy. <laughs> um, most annoying habit. Most annoying habit. Um, I get distracted easily. <laughs> yeah, that's not, <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> coffee or tea? Ooh. Depends on the mood, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee is easy. Uh, well, I mean, tea is easy, but I can go buy Chick Fil A or, <laughs> yeah. or or my coffee maker there and make some coffee. Yeah. Um, but I do love my English breakfast tea if I'm in the right mood, or my yeah. Chinese tea if I'm in the right English mood. Oolong. Really I, Oolong is my favorite Chinese tea. Sweet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like my English breakfast tea as well. <laughs> nice. Favorite cartoon character? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Azrael. <laughs> from oh, the Smurfs. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty random, but yeah. I love the I That's love Azrael. One, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. All right, this is our right. ultimate question we ask every guest. And Jamie's Final gonna... question: Can unicorns fly? Why or why not? I know because they're Pegasus if they can fly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No. I knew I liked this guy. <laughs> are in the lead again, man. How does it feel to be wrong? It feels very damaging. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Come no, on. no, don't apologize. Now every time you pass him in the hallway, you're going to be like, <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you, No. <laughs> no, but this is amazing. This is such a great interview. Thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. Yeah, no, here. thanks for having so me. So much, like, awesome information. Didn't know about you. Dude, the traveling thing is insane. It's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, feel free to come back anytime. We'd love no, to have yeah, you yeah. just talk about uh, movies. Yeah, we'd love to just yeah. be a guest commentator on the movie. Yeah, actually, so. that'd be really fun. Yeah. yeah. So, anything else you want to add, though? Like anything you want to talk about? I think we've covered everything. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, but well, this is awesome. Thank you yes, guys for ch- checking us out and tuning in whenever you do tune into this. And thanks, Kev, for uh, being here on a Saturday. Yeah. Of yeah. all the days it took uh, <laughs> time on a Saturday. No, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank this you. Was great. Thanks. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye, Bye guys. All right, bye.